0: What's up movie fans and Netflix bingers? This is the Bros Who Binge podcast. My name is Adam Schubert and as always I'm joined by Lyndon Burton. Lyndon, how are you doing this week? I know it's been a rough week for you.
1: Look man it's still fuck Cody <laughs> on this end. Shout out to everybody who listens to the pod listen to the Bros Who Think podcast. Still fuck Cody on this end but nah man I'm doing good because look we have an amazing episode of Pitch It for you guys today. I think this is the first episode where you get to see our vision for it. Me and Schubert got to host it. We got to, we got to judge it. We got to see two people compete. They, they talk shit like we're developing this league. So I'm excited for you guys to hear that episode as well as this was the Titans season opener. I'm so excited to talk about Titans like this episode. This was the best episode of the series to me so far.
0: And you still didn't see it.
1: Yeah still still didn't see it.: <laughs> Oh my gosh.
0: But yeah, Titans definitely do pitch it. We have Charles versus Brooklyn. Yeah, so that was a really fun matchup. and um, I think that you guys are going to enjoy that. Some of the pitches are pretty cool.
1: And at the end of the match, we announce who's playing next month. We announced one of the competitors. We're going to announce the other one uh, later, like probably at the, in the middle of the month.
0: Cool. And so, yeah, you gotta so definitely stay to the end of the episode to find all of that out. Yep. But we do have some news for you, some trailers that came out. It's getting towards that time of year where we're going to start seeing a lot of rollout for new seasons, new TV shows. Not, not necessarily this week, but we, we do get one that I'll be talking about in my movie On the Rise and I'm excited about. But we're getting, it's like one more week away and then it's just like roll it out, roll it out, roll it out. So We're getting right around there, so there's definitely news about some of those things coming out in October and November, and some trailers that look like some movies that you might be interested in. So, Lyndon, I'm ready to start talking about it, man.
1: Yeah, man, whenever you're ready, let's get started, bro. So, the
0: first thing that I want to talk about is this Trailer that I saw, and the first thing I see is Nick Jonas shooting from an airplane, and I'm like, Nick Jonas is doing what? And it's Midway, and Midway, of course, is based on the epic battle in World War II between the Japanese and the Americans at at Midway, an island out in the Pacific, and so this is going to be kind of. well, not even kind of. It's going to be a true story about what happened, based in point in different points of view. Lots of different actors are seen in this. Uh, I mentioned Nick Jonas, but you also see Woody Harrelson, Dennis Quaid, Darren Criss. What was the guy you were saying that looks like Nicholas Holt?
1: Oh, Eds. Uh, Eds. I believe his name is Ed Sreikis. He was. Uh, he was the homie in. Um... Oh my gosh, he was a homie in Deadpool. Ed,
0: yeah,
1: Ed Serkin, I believe his name is. Yeah, no, no, it's not Ed Sirkin. Hold on, I'm gonna get it. But yeah, he he's the like lead actor, and I was like, whoa, Deadpool guy coming in and uh being a lead actor, showing us he can act, looking like Nicholas Holt for a little couple of times. But hey, good for him. But yeah, like, oh, it's then- Ed Screen Screen or I don't know. how to Screen. Yeah, I don't know. Pat- how to name.
0: Patrick Wilson, Aaron Eckhart, you know. It's just a, a big cast of. Diff- it's going to be different points of views. A big epic war movie that we, you know, haven't had since Dunkirk. But this w- is more of an American story. So it comes out on Veterans Day weekend. I think that's the right time for that to come out. And um, I think it's going to do really well.
1: Yeah, no, I'm excited to see this movie, man. It looks really good. I'm definitely gonna definitely check this out. My thing is, bro. I wanted to ask you this when you said who else was in this film is Aaron Eckhart really a good actor or are we just putting him in like the decent actor role because he was good as Harvey Dent? I have not seen Aaron Eckhart in a movie that I like him besides him being Harvey Dent.
0: Uh, Well, what do you mean by that? Like, do you just not like some of the movies or do you just not think that they're any good? I think it's, I don't like, I, I think some of the movies are good, but I
1: don't think he's that good.
0: Uh, I mean, I guess so. I mean, I was, uh, I, I, I kind of liked him in, um, the core, which of course is the disaster movie that people have opinions. that is pretty terrible, but I thought it was pretty, uh, pretty, pretty okay.
1: Yeah. That movie was whatever should be. That movie was, mm. (laughs) but no, I'm looking at his thing and like, maybe I need to watch some more of his old movies before I make this, this statement. But it's like, bro, most of these movies, Aaron Eckhart's in, I don't necessarily like the movie and I don't necessarily like him. Like but Chris I, Nolan yeah, but, gave him that 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 plug, bro.
0: I guess, yeah. I mean, like, I'm just listening the names. I didn't necessarily think that he was, you know, one of the most marquee oh, people no, 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 on no, there. No,
1: that was just that was just me making like a little divergent topic off of topic one. And that's my mistake. That's just me, just me adding in my little flair about
0: Aaron Eckhart. Yeah, dude, that dude's listed behind Nick Jonas on the IMDP. <laughs>
1: Ooh, shows why. But uh Schubert Apple Music I mean the Lord Apple Music Apple's TV has finally joined the streaming service wars. Uh they set their price point at 5.99 or or 4.99. They have the lowest price point right now a month. So uh, yeah, it's out and with that you'll be able to get to watch C with Jason Momoa. They released a trailer. It's set in a dystopian future and humans have lost their sight and have adapted but but then a set of twins with sight come along and then that starts the whole adventure. Schubert, before we get to the next trailer, what did you think of C?
0: Uh, I mean the thing is about these two trailers, and we know we haven't talked about the other one yet. But oh yeah, it's, it's four ninety
1: nine. My bad, it's four ninety nine, and will launch November first.
0: It's not about is the trailer good or is it interesting? It, it's about. Do these trailers make me want to get an Apple TV? And especially, yeah, as, you know, uh, directing that to you because you, you know, now I've have your new stigma on Apple. So yeah, look, do, does does C really excite you enough that you'd want to pay for to get Apple TV and have Apple TV be your provider? You know, because I mean and that's, that's my... a big that's that's a big move. You know, it's like, like look, picking that's like picking Xbox over PS4.
1: Look. I'm not. My girlfriend has Netflix. I pay for Hulu. I'm not taking my Hulu account down. I pay for VRV. That's for my anime. I'm not taking that down. I pay for DC Universe. I will not be taking that down. And my girlfriend's gonna get Disney Plus. And I've already said I might get HBO Max as they start doing exclusive stuff. The and you're right. These trailers aren't supposed to be whether or not these trailers are good. This is supposed to be about whether or not I will buy Apple TV. Or, and the C trailer is not getting me to buy that. I'm sorry. No. Like, not at all. Like, I do not give a damn. Now, I will say the next trailer is the only trailer they release or show they've announced that kind of piques my interest, but I'm not buying a streaming service just for one show. I'm
0: sorry. And a, and a show like this show.
1: Exactly. The show is The Morning Show with Steve Carell, Jennifer Aniston, and Reese Witherspoon. It looks really fucking good. Like, I'm gonna it be looks honest. It Yeah, like, that show looks amazing. It's gonna be comedy. It's gonna be serious. Like, they're tackling the Me Too movement. They're showing how uh, morning show television shows are work. Like it, it into like the darkness of that. Like this show is gonna be great. I just don't know if everything else that they have excites me to get Apple TV. Like I, I might watch this show through means of like illegal streaming, but like <laughs> I'm not watching C or the other stuff.
0: Well, yeah, and that's just the thing about Apple TV. It's Apple TV isn't, like, just saying, oh, oh well, you know, I'm going to get Disney Plus. Like, you can get Disney Plus on anything. But, like, you can't get Apple TV on uh, your PS4 or your Roku or anything like that. Yeah,
1: no, exactly. Like, I mean, yeah, you I, have
0: I, to, like, that has to be your provider. Like, that's like buying a cable network.
1: Yeah, big facts, and I'm not... So it's like having YouTube TV. Oh, yeah, and I, and I, have, and I have YouTube TV. I'm not getting this. I'm sorry.
0: No, you don't... I mean, yeah. I have I, no
1: need. I have too many streaming services as it is.
0: Exactly. So, that, so that's all I, I really have, have on that. And like, and but even I am, the trailer that, that, that is... Oh no! Go ahead. I will say I am kind of bummed that three big names like that chose to do that series on that. Yeah, I feel like no. it would have been better served being like, I, I'm surprised that. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. I'm like, I'm surprised that HBO didn't pick that up in, in wake of losing like Beep. That, that, that is could be like H- that sort like, of political like, thing. Exactly. Even on politics. And that would have fit in
1: perfectly. Like, I would have loved to watch that show on HBO. I would have watched that show on HBO. And C, C's not definitely not good enough to get me out of the bed. Like, I'm not about C's to C's like fight.
0: Frontier. I mean.
1: Bro, it's not even like it's not even close to getting me out of bed. Like, I, I when I was watching that, I was like, so how do these blind people eat? How are they hunting? Like, like you gotta like I'm I don't and I don't give a damn. Like, ooh, of course the the, the plot of the show is the two kids were born who can see. Let's let's all ooh. chase them and attack them. Like, no, I'm sorry, Apple. Like, you guys are on my shit list and this I, is shit. Like, I, like I, I said, can Super see, I can see why they expect the that
0: the show's gonna? I I see where they expect the show's gonna run for a while because I think it would be hard for a bunch of blind people to catch a bunch of people who can see. <laughs>
1: He's silly. <laughs> <laughs>
0: All right. No, I'm kidding. I'm sure that they got heightened senses. But, uh, yeah, that's all I got on the Apple TV stuff, man. The next thing I wanted to talk about was Looking for Alaska. I had a trailer on Hulu. It's going to start in October 18th. Uh, the 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 series is based off a book called Looking for Alaska by John Green, who wrote Fault in Our Stars, Paper Towns, stuff like that. And he actually went to a boarding school in my hometown, called Indian Springs, and this is where this book is based off of. And then they did a lot of the filming in Louisiana and Covington and Mandeville and stuff like that. So I am kind of interested in checking this out. I don't necessarily know it's, if it's something I would recommend to you, Lyndon, because I don't really think it's your vibe, but it's going to be kind of that new attempt for Hulu to draw in a young adult crowd
1: real real so uh, hey man look if you tell me it's fire i might check it out
0: i mean i'll watch it i'm not gonna go ahead and and tell you that it's gonna be fire off the bat but we'll see how it goes i'm definitely gonna check it out in october
1: well speaking of trailers there's a new trailer for little monsters this is a Lupita nyong'o movie and uh nyong'o josh gad is basically these zombies are super super slow in their attack, they're starting to come about. It's a comedy, and Lupita Nyong'o is a teacher. I don't know why they have school going on during zombie outbreaks, but whatever. They move super, no, super slow. No, that's
0: like the whole point is that they move super super slow, so nobody really knew about it. Mm. So like those people were just kind of like on their field trip, and the zombie <laughs> outbreak like... ended up like affecting the field trip or whatever, and so they get stuck out there because they were they were mistakenly on a field trip when the zombie out- apocalypse happened they got to get their way out and she's just, but what's funny to me is that Lupita Nuango the whole time is not trying to address it there in like a bad situation she's like it's okay <laughs> she's like, trying to cover it up all part like of she's
1: she's not trying like, to scare the kids like no it looks pretty good
0: uh, yeah i think it's going to be pretty funny and like it's not anything that's going to be up in theaters or something it's going to be on hulu and it might be a good thing to check out on hulu i think I, I don't know, i don't remember where it said it was coming out but it if this comes out around halloween it'd be probably the perfect time for that
1: that's a good move for Hulu, because that's something that might not get me on the theaters, but I'll definitely watch at my house.
0: For sure, yeah. I mean, I think it's the perfect house movie.
1: Yeah, exactly. I'm with you on that. But that's all we really got on Little Monsters.
0: Yeah, so let's talk about some Disney Plus stuff. Disney Plus did a special release in the Netherlands, and what we learned is that both the classic Spider-Man and X-Men cartoons are going to be available. Oh, How's well, let me feel.
1: Let me Wait, 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 wait. Let me add a little bit more flavor to this to this story because I knew I had something to add to something in the notes. Darkwing Duck will be available as well. Ooh. Hold on, hold on. There's a bunch, Schubert. I think Fillmore's going to be... A, and if filmmore's available, I'm going to lose my shit. Like, hold on. My my homie Mark Caesar was uh, posted about it. I just got to go find his post.
0: Yeah, why, why are you looking for that? What I think is really exciting about this is that they're going to incorporate some of those classic cartoons from the Toon Disney era, mm-hmm. Disney XD now that the new generation loves, the old generation loves, even the older generation loves, which is perfect for Disney+, Plus trying to make an app that is engaging to people that are above 16.
1: I love that there's the new DuckTales, which is on Disney, but we're getting on Disney+, Plus. classic DuckTales, classic Chippendale Rescue Rangers, classic Tailspin, and oh. my, one of my favorite shows... Darkwing duck i'm so excited i think we're gonna get film more but don't quote me on that because what they about put,
0: gargoyles
1: they didn't announce gargoyles and i hope we get that like the, the they need to finish out gargoyles Fillmore, the weekenders and pepper and and i will be watching two i believe watching disney plus so much like those are my shows
0: yeah like the way that i used dc when i when we first you know started watching on it where I would like watch it before I went to bed. Like that's how I feel like I'm gonna be doing with Disney Plus now. I'm gonna be throwing mm-hmm. on Tailspin. Uh, I wish they would have said that they were gonna do like the classic spinoff cartoons, like the classic Aladdin, the classic. Ooh, yeah, uh,
1: I-, I think they'll put that on there.
0: Uh, what was the other one? I'm thinking of Timon no. and Pumbaa show.
1: Shoot, I like Hercules.
0: Hercules, the show was good too. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it really was. And what else was I going to say? Um, Yeah, no, if Disney puts all that on, that's going to be fire. I will not be watching, like, Lizzie McGuire. Or I'm not going to be watching any of that live action shit. I'm too old for that.
0: But <laughs> but I will be watching the cartoons, funny enough. Yeah, I mean, those Spider-Man cartoons are great. Like, I've been oh, watching yeah. them on, you know, watch cartoons. That's why, and... because they took
1: them off of Hulu, and this makes sense why.
0: Exactly. Word, yeah.
1: word. Well, yeah, she was good. I like this topic. This was a good one.
0: Um, Another cartoon is the next topic, the longest running scripted cable series of all time. South Park is gearing up for its 23rd season later this month, specifically September 25th, I believe. And just this week, the show has been renewed through a 26th season. So there's going to be much more South Park to come.
1: Look, I we'll probably be we'll probably mention like every week at least uh, about the how the episodes of the season was like we did last time. So I'm excited. So. For this. I want to add it's always sunny to that list because you know how I feel. I think it's sunny is it's always sunny is the best comedy of its time more than Parks and Rec and The Office. I think it's funnier than that. But uh, I, I love South Park. Last season was great, so I'm excited to see what they bring for this season.
0: And we did mention with Always Sunny that it was the. Tied for the longest-running live-action sitcom of all time.
1: Ooh, with what? What's There's always sunny? Tied with.
0: Uh, oh man, I don't remember off the top of my head, but oh, it's, it's, it's it's tied with yeah, fourteen seasons. So real. this is the fourteenth season.
1: Ooh, go go, sunny! That's what I'm talking about. Let's get it. They re- like they really have fourteen seasons.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: That's ins- I didn't even realize that. Like I'm going to my Hulu right now to see if like to fact check you. Yeah, the last I... season
0: was the 13th season, yeah.
1: Damn. So the I... season's
0: the 14th season.
1: That's insane. Go It's Always Sunny. That's what I... good for you guys.
0: Yeah, man. That show's great. But the thing is with that show is that I guess the past three seasons have probably just been like 10 episodes. This one's probably going to be 10 episodes.
1: Yeah, they've been they have been a lot shorter. But I'll say the consistency has been like... They might have seasons I like less, but like there's always like five. Oh, yeah, 13 seasons. You're so right. Good for that damn show. Oh, yeah, well, yeah, man. We'll definitely keep you guys up to date on how South Park and it's always sunny's going, so cool. Good, good, good. Next up, we got JJ Abrams, Bad Robot Inks, A Deal with Warner Media, assisting them in TV series, films, games, digital content. What Warner property would we want to see JJ work on? I think it's pretty obvious for me. Uh dc let's 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 get to it let's get to it jj let's make a superman movie bro or a green lantern movie give me one of them
0: my logical answer here is that i think that jj is gonna not put his hand in anything that is a franchise i feel i feel like he's gonna start making individual films now with warner brothers individual series Mm. i don't know if he's gonna take any more adaptations because I don't think that he wants that to be his legacy, and especially like since he's been out of the, the the series game for a while, I really think that you know with the this HBO Max thing, they're gonna take advantage of that and try and make like, the next lost. Okay, so, okay. That's really what I think that this direction is going for that. But I you, would like to see him tackle a series with a DC character.
1: That's what I'm saying, bro. Like I don't think they're bringing J.J. Abrams over to Warner Brothers, Warner Media, and he's not gonna do. Some sort of DC project. I agree with you. I think it's going to be some, like, he's going to have a lot of original content. I think he might put out a, a new series with HBO Max. I could, I like that, that uh, suggestion you made. But I think once he gets out his first original content, maybe even his second, they're going to hit him with a bag to do DC. Like, there's no way. I don't, I don't believe that. Like, you, don't get, you don't get one I, of the best directors and not let him do a blockbuster smash. I, I think if he does anything in
0: DC, he does the next Superman.
1: That's what I'm I think it's either Superman or Green Lantern. Like, you're giving him either the flagship, or well, not the flagship, because obviously Batman is the flagship, but you're giving him the, 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 second, gr- the first superhero who was created, like him, or and, or you give him space, like whichever he wants. I don't know if he wants to go back to space, but if he doesn't, give him Superman. That's the only yeah. two things I, I, or let him do Justice League when it's time. Either way, I'm like, th- those are the only options I, I want to see JJ tackling when it comes to DC.
0: Yeah, and JJ before as we've heard in, you know, the but as we've heard from other people before, JJ Abrams did have a Superman script that he did try and push.
1: Yeah, but that was when they were doing original content not sticking to the to the freaking storyline. Yeah, if you if you read some of that JJ script stuff, you're like, it's bro. crazy. Yeah, like chill out, man. <laughs> like, we don't need you to like, do any of that. It was
0: <laughs> something like Superman or no, Lex Luthor was like also had powers or something like that some weird know. shit bro some, some weird, weird something weird
1: like just give Lex Luthor the power suit if you want to make him have powers uh JJ like g- look, read some comics bro but I definitely would even though I'm saying that I still want him to tackle it because I think when he well that was like in con- 2001 too exactly yeah. and my thing is he, DC has constraints now so like it's like working with Star Wars you can be original but you have to follow under their constraints like that's just it's just facts But next up, we've learned that... Well, not we. Variety has learned that Quincy Isaiah has been cast as Irvin Magic Johnson, while Solomon Hughes will star as Kareem Abdul-Jabbar in the hour-long drama. The Johnson character is described as being gifted, being as gifted in the game as he is magnetic in life. His fast-paced, captivating style of play revolutionizes the sport of basketball, even as his style celebrity transformed the social fabric of culture. The Abdul-Jabbar's character is intelligent, uh, talented, and political advocate, uh, activism has made him a living legend, but his introverted nature leads him to be misunderstood not only by the public, but his own teammates. He is deeply sensitive after a lifetime of betrayals, but after the rookie Johnson gradually sparks his uh, gradual journey to open up to those around him, a quest that re-inspires his love of the game. They will join previously announced cast member Jason Clark, who will portray Jerry West, and John C. Riley, who's now replacing Michael Shannon as Jerry Buss. That kind of sucks cuz I really wanted to see Michael Shannon as Jerry Buss.
0: But... Yeah, I know we mentioned that.
1: Mhm. But this may be interesting. I want to know how cuz if Kareem's giving them license to use his image and his name, like I still think he's going to be portrayed a certain way, like in a light, of course. Like I don't want to see but like I want to see the realness of people not understanding him and him trying to get his point across cuz that was like a real thing in the 70s 80s. Yeah, I think it's
0: it's gonna be telling for how they want these characters to be portrayed by using unknowns. Mm-hmm. So, like, they don't really want it to be muddled. They want these people to be seen as magic <laughs> and Kareem. Yeah, are these um, dudes
1: tall enough? That's my question.
0: I do think that the one guy Solomon is tall enough from the picture that I saw. And but I mean, I don't foot? think he. I, I mean, I don't think he's seven foot. But I mean, like you know.
1: So I'm, I'm, I gotta suspend my disbelief when it comes to the height.
0: I mean, these guys are so unknown that there really aren't any stats on them. Is the thing, you know? Hold on, I'm
1: looking up, I'm looking up his actor height. Let me see. <laughs> I don't even know if they have it.
0: That's what I'm saying. Yeah,
1: yeah I can't even find how tall he is. <laughs> I don't even know if I can see a body shot of this homie. I
0: don't like, think so. Can't,
1: yeah, I can't. <laughs> Damn! Look at me trying to figure out how tall the dude is. Just watch the damn show, and... London. <laughs> Everything
0: has yeah. to be perfect. Like you're doing basketball. <laughs> yeah. So I think what's big on this story is that they do have the casting. These guys are unknown, so it kind of suspends the disbelief. Of you know a conversation that pops up later that I'm gonna uh, foreshadow later in this episode that you're taking. You're you're not using other actors to as portrayals. It's more of like straight straight portrayal. So I feel like what you were saying with Kareem and like wanting to make sure that it's true to form. Like I think that obviously these Kareem and Magic will probably have a hand in talking to these gentlemen. So I think yeah. that they'll be able to kind of form form them the right way.
1: No, no, you're absolutely right. Uh, my question: Do you think Larry Bird's in this in this uh, show? I, I would assume. So. Yeah.
0: Yeah, 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 for sure.
1: I, probably yes. another
2: unknown.
1: Yeah, for sure. they probably gonna or, cast or,
0: or I think that they could actually cast someone uh that has a name because it would be a guest role.
1: Mm. That is true. It'd be like for one episode. Yeah. Oh, that th- man, I'm gonna watch the show. Good get on Showtime because like I'm interested. I just what? John C. Riley replacing the play Jerry Bus, that's that's I don't know. I don't know.
0: Yeah, that was the other part of the story that thought was interesting. And because like Michael Shannon definitely seemed like I don't know, whenever you feel like whenever you take Michael Shannon and replace him with John C. Riley, you just don't know what the direction is, but you can't really knock John C. Riley because it's not like he's only a comedic actor. He does yeah, no, do no, well no, in some done, serious roles.
1: Bro, gangs in New York loved him. Yeah. Like like he's been in some good stuff, but that just makes me think Think they're gonna go for? Whereas we got to see where you remember how I was like, I want to see cocaine in the forum. Like I want to see all the crazy shit. That's what I think Michael Shannon would have given us. Whereas now that we have John C. Riley and we're using like all these real people's names, I don't know if it's gonna get as dark as like I wanted.
0: No, I don't think it's gonna get as dark as what you wanted. Now.
1: Yeah, I know. So that, that that's my thing, and I think maybe that might be why Michael Shannon walked. Who knows? That's just me speculating. <laughs>
0: that's possible. Because you know him. He uh, only like to do real shit. <laughs> Well, well, the next two stories I want to talk about both revolve around Sterling K. Brown. The first, Lionsgate, is in final talks to acquire the action script Shadow Force. Kerry Washington and Sterling K. Brown will star in and produce uh, this action drama that is described as a two-hander action picture reminiscent of films like Mr. and Mrs. Smith. So the black Mr. and Mrs. Smith. Pretty much.
1: Cool. Good for Sterling K. Brown and Kerry Washington. <laughs> like <laughs> I'd like, have nothing more to say about that story. She would probably be honest. Like, it's just black misses Mr. and Mrs. Smith. Cool. I hope y'all do a better job than Ben and Angelina, because that movie wasn't that great.
0: <laughs> I mean, no, I, not really. I mean Brad and Angelina, my is not Ben, excuse me. Yeah. The next one I'm actually a little bit more interested in talking about. Uh but the last thing I will say about that is would you watch it? Oh what, Black Mr. and Mrs. Smith? Yeah.
1: I'm not going to the theater, I'm not going to the theaters to watch it, but I'll watch it at my house if it's on like a streaming service.
0: I gotcha. Yeah, I think it is gonna be in the theaters. Ooh, um, well,
1: I'll wait till D V D unless the trailer's good.
0: Yeah, exactly. So the next Sterling K. Brown project, uh so Sterling K Brown and Indian Meadows Productions have found a home with their Washington Black series. It's based on S.E. E. 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 award-winning novel. Hulu has given a script commitment plus penalty to the series, meaning that the platform will be forced to pay a penalty if it doesn't go to pilot. So so they have to send this to pilot. And Washington Black tells the story of George Washington Black, an 11-year-old field slave on a Barbados sugar plantation who must flee in the company of his master's eccentric inventor brother, Christopher Wilde, After a shocking death threatens to impend upon both their lives.
1: Look, bro, you know, I say this like every time something like this comes up. I don't like slave series or stories, but like, good for Sterling K. Brown for getting that deal, the penalty where Disney has to pay if you don't get your thing. Like, that's fire. Like, I think that's the coolest part of the story for me. Like, yeah, way to go. Like, more creatives need to do that. Like, if you're not gonna put, if you're gonna pay for it, don't just pay for it. Like, I want a script commitment to where this is gonna go at least to freaking pilot before you cut me you know what i mean like yeah and if you cut me like at least i got paid for it already
0: see the the one thing i will say about your your critique about the slave thing is i do understand where you're coming from with that but with this it to me it feels like the slave portion of this really doesn't have that much to do with what this is going to be about in the long run i think if Looking at the cover of the book and everything, and the, you, there's a flying machine and stuff like that. I think it's gonna oh, be more okay. about the adventure of what happens once they escape that plantation.
1: Okay, okay. Well, if that's the case, then I'll check it out. Like, if it's got. And he's some, and he's some like some cool an eccentric stuff.
0: inventor. So like.
1: Okay, so this is like <laughs> this is like slave slave guy going with old age Doc. Uh, <laughs>
0: yeah kind of like Doc brown with a little 11 year old barbados sugar plantation slave (laughs) going around the world in a flying machine i don't know if i'm gonna
1: (laughs) (laughs) i gotta see a trailer for this for sure
0: (laughs) (laughs) well it's definitely going to pilot yeah it has to
1: (laughs) (laughs) oh man that was funny uh, I don't have any more than that, shoot, but if you don't then I'll move Cut to the next topic. <laughs> Amazon has acquired Sound of Metal. The drama looks at a heavy metal drummer who is beginning to go deaf and features a, brav- a bravura performance from Riz Ahmed. <laughs> I, don't, I don't fucking know. It marks the feature film director of Darius uh, Martyr, who has also pinned the script. Olivia Cook co-star's reviews were strong after the film premiered at this Toronto's International Film Festival. Many viewers noted the visceral use of sound design to illustrate the experience. Experience of a musician losing his hearing look Riz Ahmed has done a lot of good stuff recently he's been a very good actor so I'm definitely interested in this he's on he's rising for me so if this is good he'll continue to rise
0: I think this is Amazon's push to try and make get themselves more seriously as a as a place for film as well yeah like Um, Netflix yeah I think that this is gonna be something that could be uh, talked about uh, as excellence in sound design, from from what I'm hearing here about the Toronto Film Festival, uh, and I'm just I'm really into drummer kind of stuff like this. I don't know why, but I think that this is going to be a, an interesting interesting story. And luckily, it's on Amazon, so it's going to be able to reach a lot of people.
1: Yeah, no, I'm definitely going to check this out. Next up, we got Universal is developing Dark Army, a monster movie based on original idea from filmmaker Paul Feig. Feig will write and direct as well as produce for his uh, Universal-based Feig Co-Productions, similar to what's being done with Blumhouse and Leigh Wano's upcoming Invisible Man film. Inspired by Universal's classic monster character, instead of pushing forward with the initial notion of an interconnected universe, the studio halted, reassessed after being reminded the passion and relevance led to these characters' endurance over generation. Universal remains committed to telling... Creative, compelling filmmaker-driven products based on the character from the studio's vast monster legacy. Instead of prescribing a mandated update of these monster stories and making them a larger scheme, the studio loosened their restrictions and open source to filmmakers who were inspired to create their own unique stories. So I don't know the movie the monster that Dark Army has.:
0: Dark Army, I believe, is, the, is a movie that incorporates more than one.
1: Oh, okay. So it's so like...
0: the, pretty much what this is saying is, you know, Blumhouse is going to do the Invisible Man, and they decided to go forward with this even after they disbanded the Dark Universe. And so what Paul Feig has, he has an idea for a movie, and he wants to use the characters that Universal has the rights to, and they're going to let him do it because now they're willing to use those characters for creative-driven stories. mm. So pretty pretty much like that dark universe that we were pitched that we were going to have like vampires, mummies, The Invisible Man, Frankenstein, shit like that. Those are now being given to directors, creatives to use, but it's not going to be an interconnected universe.
1: uh, Okay, so there'll be different movies with each of them, and this is the movie that would have all of them, but it's not connected. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Good for Paul Feig, man. I, I, I need to see a trailer. I'm not big into these original monster creatures. That's not my lane, and I don't think that's your lane either, Schubert, but like, if it, the trailer's interesting, I'll go check it out.
0: It's it's like what they're saying here where these are classic monsters and stories that have lasted generations, and they want to be able to reintroduce them to the new newest generation.
1: Mm, okay, good for them. Well, our final story today is that our Watchmen released the official trailer. It will be out on October twentieth. Uh, Schubert, what did you think of the Watchmen trailer? My most anticipated series of the year.
0: Um, it's definitely going to be different than what I've, a lot of people would have wanted it to be. I suppose because it really doesn't have anything to do with Watchmen.
1: But my but, thing is, um, what did you what did you want it to be? You knew it wasn't going to have like the fact that we have Ozymandias and Doctor Manhattan going to be in this. At some point, that's all the people need. Like Watchmen is over. Like, what else did could these people have wanted? You know what I mean? Like, what else is there that you can give them? Like, like if not, then they shouldn't have made a Watchmen series. You know, if people are gonna complain, then just don't make the series because you you've come like you know at the end of that story that Watchmen is over. There's no more Rorschach. Owlman's old and and dunskys like Ozymandias is supposedly dead, but like we know he's alive. Dr. Manhattan's off in into space. Like no, fam, like, like this is, if you're gonna do an original story, then I like the way, I like the route they have have ties to the old stuff, but tell a new story. And you can't do the continuation, which is Doomsday Clock, because they have DC characters in that, and like, that's some DC stuff.
0: Yeah. um, But it looks like Regina King is gonna definitely be the biggest part of this, and mm-hmm. she looks like she's gonna kill it, so.
1: Yeah, no, I'm interested in this, I'm interested in the The cops wearing masks aspect. I want to know who that interrogator is. There's a conspiracy. I'm always into mysteries. That's definitely
0: the Rorschach group.
1: Yeah, so look. And I think it's going to have to do with Rorschach's journal telling everybody what the world is really like. So we shall see, man. I'm excited for that damn show. Like, I think that show has potential to be HBO's newest smash.
0: Yeah, and that's coming out in October, correct?
1: Yeah, October
0: 20th.
1: Yeah, October Uh 20th. So October's going to be a big month for us. But Schubert, that's all the, that's all we have for the news today. Why don't you take over for the box office breakdown?
0: Yeah, there's not too much that changed from last week because of course it, chapter two is tearing through the box office and last week and this week we only had Hustlers come out, and I don't think Hustlers was gonna be a big time um, I heard know, that movie's actually
1: really good.
0: I I'm sure it is very good, but I didn't think it was gonna be taken the number one spot, yeah. No no but see I, but I, I think am gonna, surprised it's not on the list.
1: I think it's gonna get legs because critics like Mike like shout out to Umberto, shout out to our guy. He said it really reminded him of Goodfellas and like she oh. did a lot of Scorsese shots. Like it's not that what we thought where it's gonna be like oh this silly stripper movie. Like he said, No, J Lo's compelling, like this is her best role ever. So like I might go check it out.
0: Hold on, who who directed it?
1: It's a lady and she and she like they said they did a lot of she she's like the up and coming director. Like she had she was up for Captain Marvel, but she didn't do it. And yeah, so I mean, I might go check this out. She might be like one of the the hot, the hot young uh directors coming up.
0: Yeah, definitely, definitely different than things I'm seeing that she was a part of before. Like she wrote for New Girl um and directed some episodes of New Girl and then directed Seeking a Friend for the End of the World. Um uh, um, and wrote uh, Nick and Nora's Infinite Playlist and, you know, stuff like that. Mm.
1: So. This is her breakout. Yeah. Good for
0: her. This goes her breakout. Yeah. Interesting.
1: But how did Hobbs and Shaw get back on this uh, This 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 breakdown? Like, why is it here at number I five? don't know.
0: Yeah. So <laughs> Hobbs and Shaw at number five. That's kind of weird. Weird. Like, very um, weird. Overcomer is still at number four. So it stay, stayed true. Sony's making money off that. So good for Sony. Um, good for Sony <laughs> hey, hey, obviously they're he desperate for money he fucking spider man <laughs> obviously they're desperate for money, so this is good that they have something the good for Sony <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, good boys at number three and and, um, yeah, that movie's awesome, so if you haven't gotten mm-hmm. to see that yet, you should go see it. Um, I, can Angels say for, I can
1: say good for Seth Rogen for that one.
0: Oh, like, uh, uh, yeah, definitely. Uh, um, Angels Fallen at number still two. You yeah. that
1: fucking movie. <laughs> Fuck you guys. Y'all are making y'all speaking, are the reason why we're giving more movies like this.
0: Speaking of Aaron Eckhart films, he <laughs> was the president in Olympus' Has Fallen. Shit was fucking garb. <laughs> <laughs> and number one's said chapter two. Killing it. Good for It Chapter but, 2. But, it, but you know, Linden doesn't want to go see it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go see Hustlers before I go
1: fucking see It Chapter uh, 2. I think it's just salty that I made you go watch
0: it. Yeah, you're I, like, oh, man, we got to watch it. And I'm like, oh, I, I was going to wait a week.
1: <laughs> Yo, I was supposed to go, but work was kicking my ass. Oh, all right, let's do Movie on the Rise, and then we'll review Titans, and then pitch it, and then the show's over.
0: All right, so Movie on the Rise, for me, I have a few. Um, the first one is actually something I just saw when I was looking at an IMDb earlier, like, looking stuff up during the show, and it's this show called Undone, and it's a, the synopsis is this. A woman discovers she has a new relationship with time after surviving a car accident that almost and you know that I like time shit. So,
1: yeah.
0: So, that's definitely something that interests me that just premiered today on Amazon. I saw recently that Colin Trevorrow is going to release a Jurassic World short film on FX on September 15th. So, I might check that out, at least when it comes on the internet. Uh, and the thing that I wanted to say is my movie on the rise is American Horror Story starts next Wednesday, American Horror Story 1984. And I'm not necessarily the biggest American Horror Story fan, but I do gravitate to seasons that fit the horror mold that I'm interested in, and this is one of those going towards the slasher deal, and mm. so I'm excited about it. Cool, cool, cool.
1: Word. Well, I might, I might peep that American Horror Story thing, but in College of you know, whatever. But Undone sounds pretty good. I like yours. Should be this week I got the Wu-Tang series on Hulu. It's an original scripted—it's not that- the documentary. It's an original scripted show.
0: Have
1: you watched it yet? No, I'm I'm actually gonna check it out when I get off of work today, because you know, been busy with that and Titans. But i I'm, but I've heard good things. I heard it's pretty interesting. Yeah, same. And uh yeah, it's called Wu Tang in American Saga. It's starring I don't know the actors and the main actors name, but I know um that Joey Badass is playing Inspector Deck from the Wu Tang clan. Uh, Dave East rapper is playing uh, Method Man, so I'm excited to see what's up with this show. Hopefully it's good. I like good uh, scripted series about rappers and whatnot. I'll check it out.
0: Yeah, I'm also interested in checking it out too. You know, my boy Shamik Moore's in it, who played Miles Morales. Yeah, uh, Shamik so. is
1: in it. So yeah, they have a good, they have a good young cast. Like they really so do. yeah, good young cast.
0: And, and the just, main I'm actor,
1: def- the main actor is the dude from Moonlight. He's he's not oh, cool. he's not kid one, but kid but teen years. He's teen years in Moonlight because there's three. I watch Moonlight. There's three uh, phases of it. There's child, teen, and adult. He's the teen phase, so. Gotcha. So, yeah. But, yeah, so,
0: I, I saw that on Hulu as well, and I am kind of interested because after seeing Hip Hop Evolution, which I guess since we're in Movie on the Rise, that just came out with a new season if you want to check that out on Netflix. And I remember
2: yeah, I remember
0: the, uh, the Wu-Tang stuff was some of my favorite stuff when I was watching that, so. I
1: want to check well, it out. 100%. Well, word up. Uh, Let's get to it. Shuby, bro, this was a season opener. Like, why the fuck did they, like, bro, they clowned last, like, last episode, like, it's like, look, the end, they shouldn't even given us that Connor, that Connor Kent end the credit thing. They should have just put that episode at the end of last year, bro. Like, that's how last season should have ended exactly that and had the Bruce Wayne stuff started. Like, I don't know, because we called the time skip. We, called, we predicted everything about this show so far.
0: Yeah, I think it's hilarious because it was exactly like what we said. We said that we were going to do the Dragon thing. We did say that this time skip would come in the first episode, but, I mean, getting to the start of the second episode is no different.
1: Y- so Exactly. Yeah,
0: we get the time jump. We still see that Jason's going to stick around. We're now going to... Well, uh, we kind of are ch- starting to see what's going on with the other players, and obviously <laughs> that they're going to have to come back.
1: And they explain why they come back, because Dr. Light escaped prison. This feels like a comic book show now, ladies and gents. We it have does. villains. Like, we see powers. Like, holy shit, this is a different show now. I told you, but this was the best episode of, of the entire series so far. Like, yeah. I, like more, more than all of last, last, last season. And last season had some good fucking episodes, but this episode, what this did, it fused everything in comic book and still was a good show. Hawk and Dove getting attacked by Dr. Light. Dr. Light escaping prison because of I think it's because of Deathstroke. We didn't get to know why, but I think it's but Deathstroke. I think
0: it's Deathstroke. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I think it's Deathstroke who is who escaped him. We didn't no no vision of Deathstroke in this in this episode, but his presence was felt. Um, this episode we we get a lot of Jason Todd and Dick relationship. They had a good conversation and they had a lot of innuendos to future things. There was a moment in this season where I was like, oh, Jason's dying. Like it is happening. Like Jason <laughs> is dying when he what was said that, that moment. That he, it was, uh, he was, okay, so it was him and Dick talking, and it was right after, like, it was right before Dick, Dick was like, you're the new Robin, I'm something else, and, uh, they were talking, he was like, basically, Bruce put me in your care, and I, and I have to, I have to be the one to watch you, blah, 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 and then he, they set that up, and then when Raven and, uh, in uh, and Dick were talking, he was like, He was like, I took you, didn't fail me and Gar. You didn't, you didn't, uh, you took us in. He was like, but I didn't help Jason. He was like, Can anybody help Jason? And so it's like, I feel it's coming, bro. Like, I feel it's coming. And that's going to be something Dick has to deal with.
0: For sure. Yeah. Um, And I definitely, I I really do think that this guy who's playing Jason Todd is doing a phenomenal job. And Mm I think that, you know, I want to know, I really don't know too much about, how other people in the community are feeling about it, but I really feel like this is kind of the idea of what I thought Jason Todd was going to be.
1: Yeah, like, as a Robin, yeah, no, I, I kind of agree with that. Like Even to a, the look. I wish he would have had red hair, but if, you know, that beggars can't be choosers.
0: Yeah, so, I don't know. I I think he's doing a really great job. I'm he's still trying to get him. over this adaptation with Raven because she is a little bit too cheery for me.
1: She, okay, I... I... Ra- I like Raven more than I've ever liked her in this episode. Like, I really did. Like, yeah, she was for no sure. longer crying. She was se- like, I- if she's gonna be like the serious, but like, was not the emo girl, but like the serious helper of Dick. I'm cool with it. Like, she's still like, I, I- like. I guess they're trying to break the stereotype of the-, the the like Raven doesn't necessarily have to be emo. You know what I mean? Sure. So like, I, I get where you're coming from, but I think this was the. This might have been her best episode, honestly. Like the actress, I, I liked her in this episode a lot. Uh, still not a big, big showing for Gar. Gar's not getting much to do, you know?
0: <laughs> I, I think ahead. what would also really excel with this episode, since we're talking character by character, were those side. S- where there's two side things going on with our two other characters. Um, yeah,
1: no, th- those but, those
0: plots But even even story. before we get to there, we could talk about a little bit about Dick. We definitely did expect Jason to ask him, Who are you? We don't get the answer yet. So, so I think that that's just, to come pretty soon. Hopefully episode
1: three, four, five. Don't don't push it to like season finale. He gets his cut like, please, Titans, don't do that. Like he, I, I do not I think they see, will. I don't want to see Dick Grayson fight Slate as Dick Grayson. Like, what? Like,
0: no, no, Well, I don't know if there's going to be that. Oh, yeah, I guess they would have to do that if they're going to be a climactic fight. I just don't know if we're going to get there. But, uh, yeah, so, and then the other thing with Dick that's worth talking about is his call to Bruce.
1: Mm, Yeah, that was a good call and how he did it differently than Bruce.
0: Sure, and I guess, you know, I think that they're really trying to build on the relationship of Robin and or I guess Dick Grayson and Bruce Wayne, which is not really something we've explored much in any of the past live action stuff. Yeah, not live action. This seems
1: anime. Like this is like, this is the closest we've gotten to the animated series.
0: Yeah, I would I would agree with that. Uh, and like
1: even that show doesn't explore Bruce and like it does. Like don't get it, don't get it twisted. It definitely does, but like not on this l- visceral level where it's like Bruce and Dick discussing things while Dick is no longer, ro- like, we don't get that in, in the, the reincarnation of Batman the Animated Series when Dick is Nightwing, like, we get more of that when he's Robin, but, like, this, I, I I have to agree with you, this is the, like, I love, like, this episode was, I said out loud, I love Ian Glenn's Batman, or at least I love how he's portraying and I love how they're doing Bruce Wayne, because he's not Batman, he's Bruce Wayne in this, and it's like, you get to see how Bruce is a brother, a friend, a father to uh to Dick,
0: Exactly. Yeah, I think it's the most telling of that relationship and it also doesn't necessarily have the greatest light. Like I feel like a lot of people consider the relationship between Batman and Robin unless they're like really diehards to be kind of cohesive. Yeah. But it is very fractured. Yeah, and I think that you could really see that in the way that they're portraying it and I think and they're doing they build a, it back- a really great job.
1: They have to build it back up, and and this is building their trust. Like this is getting Dick out of the anger, out of the spot of him not feeling he could be a partner with Bruce. Like Dick couldn't talk to Bruce last season. Now Dick is calling him. Like this is the second episode in a row. Like they're building their relationship, and this is getting Dick to be able to go back in the suit. Like I feel like this is all necessary for him to find his identity and who he wants to be and become Nightwing.
0: You just mentioned getting back in the suit. Let's move on to Hawk and Dove. Um, Yeah, not not in the suit. Uh, Hawk and Dove, they started off, they're out in a ranch in Wyoming. Um, Hank's getting clean off his addictions. He's been clean for three months. Yeah, at least for the three months, trying to get better. But we do see that Dawn is still not ready to get get away from the life. Even before we do see her put her costume back on, she is kind of hinting to Hank that she should, that they should consider going back to San Francisco. We're not back to San Francisco, but at least going over there. Yeah. And um, I think that it was really interesting to see her sort of stand up and be like, "Hey, like, just because the life wasn't what it what you hoped for it to be, didn't mean that it didn't help me." Yeah. Just um, because, and- just
1: because I-, I love that pain line. Just because, like. That wasn't enough to satisfy your pain, you and other places. Don't, doesn't mean that it, it did, didn't work for me. You know, I, I like that. That was a good line. Yeah. And she yeah. had to, like, just because, like, we're Hawk and Dove doesn't mean that, like, I go to your every beck and call. Like, I'm still, I still have my own life.
0: Yeah, exactly. I I think that that was really important. Sequence of seeing them together like that, seeing their relationship even being strained to this point, but then having to be brought together by what I guess. Ties everyone together and brings them back. Doctor Light being brought back. Yeah. Uh, before before we talk about Doctor Light, I guess we should go ahead and talk about what happened out with uh, Corey and uh, Wonder Girl Donna. Ooh,
1: love this. Donna is getting intel from none other than Roy freaking Harper, aka Arsenal, aka Red Arrow. Just bring him to the show, man. Like y'all brought freaking Aqualad this season, but I'm not going to get to see Roy Harper. That's so trash. Like We don't get, know that though. I hope we get to see him, man. Like Jesus. Like that was such a pull and I and I texted you right when it happened. I was like, "Yes. That I love the show." Like the fact that Roy Harper's calling Donna Troy, even if it's off screen, like, that's amazing to know he's well, here. And,
0: and that was a move that they did early on in season one, too, and it ended up coming to fruition, both with Bruce Wayne and with Donna Troy. So I think that, it could be a foreshadowing that he could show up. But maybe it is a situation like with Batman where this may be a season three buildup.
1: Yeah, it might be a season three buildup. I think season three, this just gives me speculation. I think we're going to get a Kid Flash reference at some point in the season. That, they're like, they're just missing Wally. Like, that's the only person they're missing. Like, we got Connor. We got a mention of Roy. Where's Wally? That is coming later down the down the road. But, yeah, so Dr. Light escapes prison. He goes. I don't know why he went to Wyoming first. That's very interesting that he went there. Did Deathstroke tell him, like, I want to see how this plan unfolds? Like, does he have beef with Wonder Girl, Dick, and, and Hawk and Dove? And why did he go to Hawk and Dove first? But he blew up the guy that Hank was helping with his sobriety, called named Wyatt, because Hank was being a counselor to him. He killed him. I think so it was Ellis.
2: Made...
1: Oh, yeah, Ellis, not Wyatt. Yeah, Ellis. And then Hank's like, well, looks like we have no choice. Let's go to San Francisco. <laughs> so, Hawk and Dove, we, we asked last week, how did they get back into the fold? This is how they're getting back. Let's get to... Uh, Corey and and Wonder Girl, they're both feeling they're still in the life. They never left, but they're both they they left. They didn't go back to the well, team. Well, I was
0: surprised that they were together because I thought that Corey went off on her own. So obviously she came back to Donna.
1: Yeah, and and I think it's interesting that Donna and Corey both were feeling sad that Dick hasn't called them yet,
0: and that he hadn't called them yet.
1: Yeah, that he hadn't and, called and them had yet.
0: called Hank and Don. Yeah, but
1: okay. This is gonna sound shitty, but I think he he loves Dawn. Like he no matter what, like he's gonna check like Hank's his boy and he loves Dawn. He's gonna check on them. It it's interesting because Donna's supposed to be his, his one of his best friends. I, I'm that's a interesting that's an interesting choice. But I think he didn't call them be, his call to Hank and Dawn was more to check on them because they're a little more problematic. I think that's more of letting Donna be her own person because she wanted to she said like I'm still in the life, but I just need to get away from this. So I think it's more so letting them letting uh Wonder Girl do her own thing. And because him and Corey banged, I think he's like, yo, she wants to find her own life. She said she'll because Corey said she would call him. True. Uh,
0: they did go after Shimmer. Yeah. Do you, that, what do that you was, think that has to do with anything? That's just a
1: classic Titans villain. Like I don't think that has anything. I don't think yeah, that has anything
0: to do with, with anything to do with
1: Deathstroke. But we shall see. It turns out that fight that with Wonder Girl and Starfire was not Blackfire, but Blackfire was casted today. So good. So Blackfire's coming. So just just wanted to throw that out to our speculation. That's one where we were wrong. But uh,
0: yeah, that was pretty dope though that fight.
1: That was in uh, good on Wonder Girl in Starfire. I like seeing them in action together. And then I like right. hearing their relationship, their their banter back and forth.
0: But the the thing that happens with them is that uh, not that Mister Light has an attack, more no, that Corey gets uh, abducted. Corey gets abducted by her people, people, by well, by someone that they sent,
1: or we don't know if it's someone that the planet sent or if it's someone that Blackfire sent. We're gonna find It looks like that someone
0: out. that she has a personal relationship she with. Should, like, yeah, that too. So like maybe like one of because it was personal like, why did they send or something or like who else did they send or like they Why would they only send him, you know?
1: Yeah, that's my thing. So like there has to be something behind that in Wonder okay. Girl. That's that's going to get Wonder Girl back to Dick. They're going to have to look for Corey. So that's going to be the Starfire arc. Glad Starfire is getting an arc in this. The only one that I'm saying Beast Boy's not getting an arc. Now, let's talk about wow, that was the side story. Let's talk about what our Titans were doing we find out that this mysterious silver-haired girl, a.k.a. Rose Wilson, a.k.a. Ravager, is, is just cutting flips, kicking police's ass, jumping through windows. She ends up getting hurt. They, the Titans see this on the television, and Dick's like, I gotta go. <laughs> like, I thought, like, I thought he knew that was Rose Wilson, and that's why he said he gotta go. Not just the, oh, he can't help but help broken people. Like, I was like, oh, man, that's why Dick went, but whatever, his motivations. I, I digress. So he goes pick the girl up, he doesn't know who she is and she's he's not doing the Batman approach where Batman would figure out who she was and then try to help. He did his approach and I think that was part of the conversation that me and Shuby talked about with Bruce talking about mm-hmm. would you would you change how you did things with me and he was like no and Dick like agrees that like he should help but maybe Batman's way isn't the right way and I can learn from his mistakes. We will see if Dick's way is the right way. At the end of the season, I think that's going to be something he has to deal with later on. But when he should
0: have done the Jason Todd, Todd thing, yo, and figure out who the heck that chick we'll, is we'll, before we'll get he meddled to that. around.
1: We'll get to that. So Dick and her are just driving around, blah blah blah, trying to help her. And then they park the car, he's gonna let her go He gives her a cell phone, like, call me if, if need be And as they're getting out of the car A Dr. Light bombs in the car And it starts to go off, and she's like, what's going on? And he's like, oh god, I have to tell her now <laughs> And it Pretty just much. cuts from It cuts from them, and it goes to Drop uh, Jason and Beast Boy And Jason's like, look bro, I'm gonna figure out who this bitch is <laughs> Don't you worry <laughs> I'm gonna figure out who this hoe is He's doing his thing, and he's like, Rose Wilson Daughter of Slade Wilson And he's like, shut the fuck up deathstroke and then i love deathstroke's theme in this that's why i'm saying like he wasn't in this episode but his presence was felt that theme is that that's the best theme of the show like that deathstroke theme is menacing and i'm like yo i can't wait to see the terminator in action
0: yeah man like i think that this was the perfect setup to what we're gonna be going through this season it's
1: and jason's not
0: gonna trust her Oh no. man,
1: I, this is lead. That's another thing that's leading to Jason's death, bro. Like, nah, dog, it's happening.
0: <laughs> but so, like, I feel like the first season of Titans was a lot of, like uh, Doom Patrol, where Doom Patrol had was felt less like a superhero show and more like a dramatic psychological show.
1: It was, uh, it was season one was about building the heroes to the point to where they can do
0: this. I sure, I get- and and you what I'm saying with Doom Patrol, where like a lot of the episodes yeah. of Doom Patrol, you could argue the, first, the whole 65% of the show was them building up the characters. So I yeah, feel like that's what, all we had the first season, and now this is the first time we've seen the episode where it feels like Young Justice. It feels yeah. like a show that is building and also has its own storyline, show per show. It feels very superhero-oriented. Like, this is what we expected out of what we thought that the show would be. If Not this that everything we've had before was bad, but... If,
1: if this season continues like it is, this will be the best superhero show on television. Like, yeah. Doom, Patrol, Doom Patrol had a better season than Titans last season, but at the end of it just being a better show...
0: I think but, it was because of the length.
1: Yeah, because of the length, and because I, I think they the way they tackled it was was a little... I think they knew what they wanted from Doom Patrol a little more than what they wanted for Titans. I think they always wanted this for Titans, but the question was, how do you get there? And now that yeah. they're there... Oh man, this show's amazing! Like, I, I I can't wait to see Deathstroke come in. Like, how does what does Doctor Light play into this? Like, I'm ready for each episode weekly. So, you guys, if you're not watching Titans, you
0: definitely should. We can rate this episode. Sure, I think this episode's what nine out of ten. Nine point yeah, five.
1: I'm giving it a high. I'm giving it a nine. I'm not gonna give my 9.5s yet. It's a nine, eight, nine. Like this episode was great. Like it was. It was a lot of setup, but the way they handled the setup was great.
0: It was an important setup. It was set set-up that made you feel like everything that you were watching was necessary to understand where you're going.
1: Yeah, a lot of questions answered. That, man, I still don't know. Now I don't know how Connor Kent comes involved in this whole situation.
0: No, I do. I think that uh, Rose Wilson, coming from where she was, maybe was At where the, ever oh, Connor. Yeah. Oh, that was like, oh, that was shit. the first thing I thought of. When I saw her bandaged up and she's like, I don't want to get you wrapped up in this because like, it would be, you know, be more difficult than you understand. Like I think that it's not Slade or whatever. I feel like that's not... And this, who's like Slade? after her? I feel like oh, so what's, what's after her with- is Cadmus. Oh,
1: I fuck with that. It is Ca- Yo, you're right. No. Slade's problem is with the Titans of old. He yes. has issues with them. He's with that Dr. Light shit. He's trying to get his revenge for some shit. That wouldn't be... That wouldn't lead me to... Be- I would I wouldn't be surprised if Jericho is dead. I wouldn't, I wouldn't be surprised if they had something to do with Jericho dying or something, but it also wouldn't surprise me if Jericho's in Cadmus right now. But I think you're right. Rose Wilson came from Cadmus. Holy shit. That, that's a good fucking pull, Schubert. Damn. And once, no, that was, was the first
0: thing I thought of. And that might be episode four. That might be episode five. That might episode be the four, next episode because they're going to have to explain. She's going to have to explain to them where she came from. I don't but know I, if we're going to see Connor Kent in the next episode. Yeah, that's
1: what I'm saying. I don't think we go to Cadmus next episode, but I think, I think, I think you're right. They drop the bombshell, and then four or five, that's when they go to Cadmus. Yo. Oh, shit, Titans. This is litty. Let's fucking go. But, yeah, man, glad we got to review this. Uh, let me toss it over to us. For, yeah, uh, let's,
0: uh, let's move into the next thing. I'll toss it over to you, but, and we'll start pitching.
1: Hello, ladies and gentlemen. It is time for match number two of Pitch It. This week's match is none other than Mr. Brooklyn Horace Hall versus the host of Primetime Pod, Charles Reese. Look, I'm joined by my co-host for this magnificent episode, Adam Schubert. Shuby, match number two, brother. Are you excited?
0: Yeah, match number two. This is more of kind of how we wanted to do it. We have two people uh, and our mystery third guest, that are gonna be judging on the on the questions. We have two people that aren't us doing it, so that's really interesting to finally get that started with pitch
1: Yeah, man, we got the mystery third judge on call. Me and Schubert are the two main judges. If we don't agree, we call the mystery third judge, and he gives us the deciding vote. But it's look, it's man, like, it's
0: like that little person that was up in the room in Deal Radio. Pretty much, yeah, pretty much, like. <laughs> It's
1: the, it's the fucking banker almost, but like, no, nah, man, like real talk, we're excited to start the real format of Pitch It season has started, Schubert is 0-1, just had to get that out there, I'm 1-0, <laughs> Charles did a good job of judging that match, and speaking of Charles, let me introduce combatant number one, Mr. Charles Reese, Charles, how you doing today, brother?
2: Doing good, doing good, it's late, uh, it's past my bedtime, but let's get it going.
1: Charles trying to get this dub sack. Well, Brooklyn was talking shit. And speaking of Brooklyn, let me introduce Mr. Brooklyn. Brooklyn, how are you doing today?
3: Look, I'm doing good, baby. This man Charles over here talking about his past his bedtime. He don't even know. Look, me, me. I don't even go to sleep on time. I just be drinking. You know what I'm saying? That's what I do, baby. <laughs> but um, I'm competitive no matter what we doing, you feel me? Even when I'm not confident about it, I'm still going to talk shit. That's just
2: what I do, man. Man, no, there's sh- a there's a reason why you went all the way to Oklahoma. I understand why you were scared of oh, the competition. This oh, this man crazy!
3: They got the yes. They want to go back
1: to back to back with the husbands. Yes. What's
3: oh, wrong with Oklahoma?
2: Come on.
1: Yes, they're doing something right. Let's get the <laughs> shit off. We love it, Schubert. We seems like we we're having some heels being formed. Maybe some faces. Who knows? The league is slowly forming, Schubert. Let's you tell the people the rules of round one.
0: So the rules of round one, both got both combatants were sent a question and they've had time to formulate on this question. And it's going to be, you know, Lyndon, you have the question in front of you.
2: Yeah,
1: I got the question.
0: Go ahead and read the question.
1: So the question for round one is pitch a movie or TV show with a president that hasn't had one yet. The more you cast, the better. But make sure you have casted your president. Now, here's a caveat for those listeners out there. This caveat was brought up by one of our competitors, which was a good caveat. He asked if the president wasn't the focal point in the movies or TV shows, could it still be a president because he hasn't had his own movie or TV show? And we agreed that that caveat is acceptable. It, you can take a president that was in another president's movie or TV show as long as that president was not the main focal point. So, let I, me...
2: Wait, wait, I have, I have a question. Go we ahead. got a question. Can I have a president in my show slash movie that isn't the main character
0: but has been a main character of a movie?
1: Yeah, I, I, I'll allow it. Yeah. Yeah,
0: well, I'll, well I'll, yeah, I mean, that's like if you're saying that you did a movie about... Abraham Lincoln's vice president that Lincoln. I was, was about in. to like say, like, in are it.
3: you American? Why is that a question, bro? Yeah, Half no, no. of our presidents have been vice presidents. What is this that's a question? Charles, I'm sending you to Mexico. That's not a question. You wasting time, motherfucker. Right. I thought you said you was tired. Hey,
2: Brooklyn, hey Brooklyn, I can speak Spanish.
3: <laughs> Yo, I'm glad. That means you're ready, baby. Shit. I thought it's I was gonna just... send you to Canada. This is great. Right.
2: We're, can, we're making right. the faces
1: French. in heels. <laughs> I love it. The, the the personalities. All right, let's start it off with the coin flip to see who will begin the competition first. Uh, Charles. Charles, what do you want? Say it now.
2: Uh, ladies first.
1: Oh uh, well, Brooklyn, what do you want? Heads or tails?
2: Look, you know what? First, Tim. Fuck
3: him. Okay. <laughs>
1: Heads. Ooh, Brooklyn, it is heads. Now, do you want to go first or second? I want to go second. Fuck you, Charles. All right. (laughs) Shubert, do you want me to keep the time?
0: Uh, I have the timer in front of me. We're doing three minutes from the first. Or was it two?
1: It was three. It was two, okay. So
0: we're doing two, and then we'll have some time for Lyndon and I to confer and ask questions if we need clarification. We'll give you some time for your clarification, and then we will go back for the final argument.
1: Yeah, for a 50-second final rebuttal. So, uh, Charles Reese, if you are ready, Schubert, start his time now.
2: Well, my favorite movie of all time is The Pursuit of Happiness. And when you think of a president, everyone growing up wants to be a president. What's the one thing you say when you grow up is, Oh, I'm going to be a president, and people look at the kid and they say, "Well, yeah, he may be intelligent, but those are lofty expectations." But as a president, do you have everything you want? And the question is today is that President Donald Trump, our current president, (laughs) seems like he has (laughs) everything he wants, right? He's got the money, he's had the women. I I mean, what else could he want? He's got a golf course everywhere except for New Zealand, which he's working on right now. So. Pursuit of happiness is not going to be exactly like it was when Will Smith played the character. This is going to be different. It's going to be finding the pursuit of happiness throughout the presidents, where Donald Trump is going to have to reach out and meet every single president. And while this movie may turn into a series and may be long, it's going to go through all 44 presidents. He's going to meet every single one. He's going to find out why they became president, what made them happy in life, because, look, I think we can all agree that Donald Trump's searching for something, we just don't know what it is yet. And if happiness is, is that, I think you can achieve that in this movie. And you can have an ending where not only does Donald Trump achieve happiness, but we obtain a president who is able to see both sides of the political sphere. A, a better president, someone that has more compassion, a president that we don't see as much right now, you know? Something that I think the people can rally around. And as we sit here and record on September 12th, the day after 9 uh, 11, which was, I think, 18 years ago, you think about that. You say September 12th was the day that the country came together. It's time for a movie to bring us together and find happiness. Because right now, no one in this country is happy with each other. Ooh, interesting. Ooh, I like
3: that. that was interesting nice. first like start. That.
1: He did not go biopic route, he went fiction with I a little that. bit. Of, it's a reinterpreted history. Some clients of Quentin Tarantino stuff we saw him Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Schubert, that was nice. We will talk, we will discuss that. And when our clarification, Schubert, do you need any clarifications from Charles's first, first thing?
0: Uh. Are going to let Brooklyn
1: go? Yeah, yeah, we let Brooklyn go. Yeah, Brooklyn.
0: We're going to let Brooklyn go. Yeah, um, all right, so, Yeah, so Brooklyn, you ready? Yeah, I'm ready when y'all are. Alright, well, your two minutes starts now.
3: Alright, cool. I didn't want you to think, you know what I'm saying? Shout out to you. I like that. That was nice. Uh, for me, it's, uh, it was always something, because I was a nerd back in the Gap, and it was always weird to me that we had so many biopics about Lincoln. There was at least fucking ten, before I was even ten, of the, about Lincoln, but like, Don't get me wrong, of course, you know what I'm saying? He was the face of the Civil War, blah, blah, blah. He was the man in the seat at the time. But why we only got fictional stuff about George Washington? He is such a revered hero, but everything that we have about him is about either one battle or one thing. And I'm just like, for such a... For a man who's revered in history in general, not just American history, why the fuck are we hiding his history? I know the white people out there got that shit buried somewhere, and I need it to be out. All right? And for me... Just because we revered the man so much, we got to throw somebody in there who, as the young George Washington, who's just good looking. It don't matter if he resembles him or not, you feel me? And I feel like, go ahead, throw Hugh Jackman in there, dot that beard back black, you feel me, and get that shit looking right. And then we get presidential George Washington, throw my dog uh, Matt Douglas in there, because that's a, that's, that's a good looking motherfucking white man right there, too, you know what I'm saying? And for me, it was just like, I just need to see it from his side, and not the... the the fictional glory shit of him crossing the Delaware show me show me the real shit that went on after he got into the presidency cuz we never get that side it's always general washington general washington general washington what about
1: the president all yeah, right, all right, yeah, all right, word, word. We're getting Matthew Douglas is is uh George Washington his present years, young years. We're getting Hugh Jackman, multiple people playing this role. Biopic, I dig that. All right, Schubert, do you have any questions for either person that they need to address in their rebuttal?
0: Yeah, so uh for charles is it more of like a spiritual spiritual journey like a real physical journey like is it kind of like a a a he meets them like not phys- not physically but like or does goes to the president or, past yeah
1: is it like a trip yeah no I, how, how does he induce into this meeting all of the old presidents and would not... Yeah, I think that's a good question. Also, Charles, you did not mention your actor, so in your rebuttal, we would love to know who is playing Sir Donald Trump. And if you have any other casting, Schubert, any questions for Brooklyn? Because that's all I have for Charles, and you kind of touched on the one question I had. How is he coming about meeting these other old presidents who are no longer living? Schubert, Uh, questions for Brooklyn.
0: For Brooklyn. um, So... Oh, shit. (laughs) <laughs> is do 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 we think that there is enough of young Washington to go off of because everything that we really know about him is from i'd say the first bit of him being in the military to and being president, I guess. Well, yeah, no, that's so, that's like,
3: what I meant. Was him young General Washington as? Well, does. don't answer that you, right that now. Not, yeah, oh, wait, my fault. Yeah, don't, don't right. answer that right
1: now. I forgot. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That, that's Shut part up. of your
3: rebuttal for sure. Y'all crazy. Y'all crazy. One hundred
1: percent. But they, yeah, Schubert, I can I kind of agree with that question as well. Um. Brooklyn, I know we didn't ask you this, but, like, I want to see some of how the direction's going to go. You don't have to tell me, a director. I'm, we didn't ask that of you. But I just want to know, like, what, what, which way is this movie going from? Are we going to have a childhood, uh, George Washington? Are we going to have, like, different, you know, different people going through along the stages? Just give me a little bit how long this movie may be. So those are some of the questions that, that I'm looking t- forward at you with. That was a weird way for me to get that out. (laughs) So we're going to begin the rebuttals now. Let's start with Charles first because he started the round first. Schubert, get a minute ready to go on the timer. 50 seconds, whatever you prefer, but it's usually between a minute and 50 seconds. Uh, Charles... On the count of three, you will begin your rebuttal. Remember the questions that we asked. How does Donald Trump go on this spiritual journey? Is it a spiritual journey? Is it like a trip? Like, is this gonna be some comedy? Like, give give me like the way how how he meets these dead presidents. And also remember, you have to cast who's gonna play Donald Trump. And if you have any other presidents casted, be sure to mention because we'd love to hear it. But let's get started in three, two, one. Schubert, start the timer.
2: You know, I, I I look at the character of who would play Trump in this movie. You know, there's multiple guys you can go. And, and you have to have a serious character, but you have to have someone who's respected. You know, a Sean Penn. Maybe a guy like, uh, you know, Johnny Depp. Someone that has the movie repertoire that can bring it. But when I look at history movies, I don't think many people do it better than Nicolas Cage. Plus, I, I think he brings the realism to the movie. Now, what it is is, yes in a way it's a spiritual journey but there's comedy in it because you find out why what made these presidents happy i mean he goes back and he talks to washington he talks to thomas jefferson he goes out and he talks to uh theodore roosevelt he finds out what happened in world war 2 what ended the great depression he goes and he talks to george bush and asks him what really happened behind 911 and he finds out what brought the country together during the worst times and then he brings that back to real life. All right. And that's I... time. All
1: right. Cool. 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 We'll get more. You can, you'll have a 20 second rebuttal to argue with Brooklyn as well as get your final thoughts out about 30 to 30 to 20 seconds to get your final thoughts out before
3: you say something about me. Shoot, you was real quiet with that time. I need you to say it with your chest next time, bro. Because if that's me, you know I'm loud as shit, bro. I would not hear
0: that. I feel you. I just want, I just want to get the last bit heard from y'all. So. Oh, okay. Yeah, no,
1: I, I feel that as well. All right, so, Brooklyn, your time will begin in 3, 2, 1. Schubert, start the time.
3: So, yeah, like I was saying, um, obviously, I know because, you know, it was the 1700s. Nobody's going to know how his young, young life started. So that's why I would start it with him being General Washington and have Hugh Jackman because Hugh Jackman, not a spring chicken. Anyways, the most he could do is dye his beard black. And then from there, when he becomes a president, that's when Matthew Douglas would take over. And as far as a director standpoint, I think my dog Spielberg could do it. You feel me? Because, like, he directed Lincoln, of course, and Saving Private Ryan. And I think from uh, just... Just being somebody who wouldn't, the pressure wouldn't get to him to make sure that he could get the right points into the movie. I think Spielberg would know exactly what should be and what shouldn't be in that movie.
1: Um, Yeah, I don't, don't, yeah, I'm good. I'm good. All right, all right. right. Cool, 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 cool. All right, we'll do 20 to 30 seconds. She would do 30 seconds. Give him 30. I'm feeling generous today. Let's give him 30 (laughs) seconds to rebuttal. We're gonna start with Charles. Make any arguments you want at Brooklyn's pitch. And if you want to clarify some of your own, you can do that as well. Schubert, start the clock in three, two, one. Let's get it
2: going. Movies have been known to inspire people. Some of the greatest uh propaganda has been used portrayed in movies. You look at the Cold War era and this is what this could do. It is bring the country together, because that's what we need right now in times of trouble. I think that it's something that we all want, is to have a realistic president that sees both sides of the aisle. And that's what we get from this movie. It is hope. And that's what this movie praises, is hope.
1: All right, all right, all right, that's it. All right, yeah. cool, 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 cool. Brooklyn in three. Shubra, oh, am I giving you enough time to restart the timer? Let me just. Yeah, pause. that's what I was
3: going to say, too. I was <laughs> like, yo, Shubra, you good over there, bro? Because, like, you're getting quiet. Like,
1: you're over there fucking the timer up.
2: He's he's still trying to get to Domino's without telling us that he hasn't left yet. <laughs>
0: Secretly. But right. no, yeah. You, yeah uh, it's, okay, cool. it's just on my phone. It's just like I click oh, two, okay. you just two, yeah, two buttons. Okay. Yeah, that's
1: why, yeah, that's why I figured. Yeah. Alright, so, Brooklyn, your time begins in three, two, one, let her rip. I like, I like what you're going with this, Charles, I really do.
3: But I think my movie would inspire them more, because what's more inspiring than the first president and showing us the journey of him making that transition from a general into the White House. Because at the end of the day, Donald Trump ain't inspiring shit in this country, right, baby girl? And unless he's going on a shroom trip and meeting these presidents, I just don't see it doing it for me, baby. It do sound like a great comedic relief story. And if it was going to be in that spin, I think it'd do great. But as far as motivating the country, I'm baby. I'm I'm out here.
1: Ooh, jeez. That was
3: hot. Because
1: wait... Schubert, let, all right, y'all don't say a word. Me and Schubert are about to deliberate right now. This is the deliberation portion. Deliberation. Schubert, <laughs> that was like, with Brooklyn's last jab
2: was Man, something... I was trying to be nice, Brooklyn.
1: Yo, I yo, you. You, you I gotta shit. you gotta punch
2: with ass, with ass me. for y'all, y'all gotta, I y'all y'all gotta, my gotta my for the
1: Because that was that was yo. Honestly, that was the first thing I'd have said to Charles if I was playing in this match. I would have been like, bro, this should be a comedy. Because like. How
3: I didn't want to give it
1: to him I didn't want well, to give it to him You got to be quiet bro
3: people, Oh my I, this muffle muffle bro, bro. bro
0: I when like <laughs> when when I first heard Charles's thing, the first thing I thought of was Bill and Ted.
1: Yes, yo <laughs> I, I was like I was like, yo, th- if he plays this the right way, he can win me. Like cause his idea, cause Brooklyn was the traditional idea, because we'll get to his pitch, because he had problems with his pitch. Matthew Douglas, it's Michael Douglas, my, yes. my guy. Man, look, I've been drinking, bro. I've been <laughs> drinking. Look, That's all I do you, is drink.
3: It was at the nod.
1: You saw me play along with him at first, like, oh yeah, Matthew. I'm not gonna tell you the right answer. I'm just waiting. to, and I was waiting for Charles to bang on him on that. Like, I wanted to have some 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 energy. But but we're, this is round one. We'll see it more in round two. But yeah, no, Schubert, With with Charles's pitch, I liked it as a comedy. I don't know how much I like it as a serious movie.
0: Uh, I mean, the acting choices definitely reflect it. Uh, I mean, I think. But then also, <laughs> if you did cast Nicolas Cage, it would be very, very
1: comedic, yes! Comedic. <laughs> like, I would so. love that. Like, he had me, like, his, his, I, every idea about his thing had me sold. It was just the way he spun his idea that did not have me sold.
0: I would say the same, yeah.
1: All right, well, let's talk about Brooklyn's pitch. Uh, I don't know if I like the two different actors playing it. I definitely like no, Michael Douglas. No, I don't. Not at yeah, all.
2: Yeah, I, I don't like that at all.
1: Like, I like Michael Douglas being the president, but like Hugh Jackman. If you gonna get a young general, why are you gonna go pick the oldest? Like that get too old to be Wolverine. Like, like what are we doing here? Like giving him D ager He might as well just stay him the whole time. And Hugh Jackman's Australian. If we're gonna get a, if we're gonna do like a American president, I would, I would hope we could get an American actor. But that's me being real, real picky, Schubert.
0: Yeah, I would say so. Um, I like the idea behind his pitch because I don't really recall there really being a George Washington movie that was like a big deal, and you know, if, and thinking about Spielberg doing not only a Lincoln but also a Washington is kind of cool.
1: Yeah, I, I I definitely like but, where his his head was at. Like, I like the premise. And see, that's the thing. But with, th- with this one, I like the premise. Didn't like the execution. With Charles, I like the execution. Didn't like the premise. Uh, yeah. This is a exactly. hard one. To, this is a hard one to judge, bro. Like, I'm gonna be perfectly honest. Schubert, I'll let you go first. Who are you picking for round one?
0: Uh, for round one, I'm gonna pick. Brooklyn.
1: I feel you. I feel you. I'm going to pick Brooklyn as well. I was saving. The rebuttal for me was huge because at the end of the day, it's about your arguments and how you argue your pitch better. He was the only one that threw a jab, and I kind of like jabs being thrown. That's the type of judge I am. Wow, well,
2: I should have thrown a jab. Yeah, yeah, you should have. Like you, 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 at least I stuck to a, a, a president that doesn't have a movie about him.
1: George Washington doesn't have a movie, about. let me, hold
2: on. He wait, doesn't, bro. He look does. it up. He probably he does. He has movies he about has I mean, General
3: Washington. Show me a movie where it's about President Washington. Show me. He has, he
2: has multiple let me, movies. That he let me, I,
3: Yo, on, I wanted on. him to say that, Jack, so bad, and I, he didn't, but that's what I wanted. It's all General Washington, bro. I spent all day looking at that shit.
1: Okay, wait, wait. Okay, so you want him as a president, right? And yeah, and it was General me, Washington. He did say that. Now, I'm looking up. I did. I'm looking up, there's 1776, that's about the war, okay? Mm -hmm. And Brooklyn's movie started at the war, but the main purpose was him being a president. Schubert, how do you feel about this? Because Charles did make a claim. I'm looking at the movies right now. There's only 1776, uh, and there's like a TV min... Hold on, this TV miniseries. Wait, 1984, let me, hold on, let me, let me... Okay, it's early life and career as, oh, American general and president. Schubert, it was in 1984. Are we allowing this to continue? This was on, uh... I don't even fucking know what channel this was on. Yeah, get the so, fuck out of here with this. That shit was, was on was like no name actors. Like I don't even. That's geez, what I'm saying. Yeah, th-
0: yeah, this was like no. This six like, is a musical retelling of America's Revolution, starring Mr. Feeney.
1: All uh, right, yeah, we're gonna let this rock because <laughs> the, the, the thing I just looked up was like one of those. It was one of those like history doc things that like reenact his actual life. Because if that's the case, then every every president has one of those. Yeah. So, yeah, we gonna, we're gonna let this one slide. Charles, I wish you would have said that during the thing, because that might have that might have sprung you to the W. Like real talk. Like that might If you would have found wait, I, if you'd have found that bum ass shit with no name actors, it would have sprung it. That's bullshit. I'm I'm being honest, because i that's the type of judge I am. Like it might have sprung me to that side because I was close to being like, we should change it. But I looked it up and I should right there's it's a musical and it's history. But well, Brooklyn, all you have to well, do was well, oh, let me say well, this. bro. Come on. Let me say this. Well, Brooklyn. If he would have
2: said that I'll just, just tell you this now. There are multiple movies that talk about his presidency while they Where, might not bro? be relevant. Where, bro? They're General Washington, bro. Show
3: me. They got a movie about the Delaware War, about him crossing the Delaware. Bro, I just, you know why I started my shit? With me being a history nerd. My history, my major was history at UL before I changed to the journalism. There's no movie about him being a president. I'm just saying. Show me, Google, baby. You,
2: you General Google, Washington, I you guarantee You Google it. it. And there's
1: no way. I'm, right. I'm it, right now. I am really am. And, like, Charles, like, if you – There's like said, none, I bro. I don't on God. that's like that's, that's like what he's describing. I really don't. And, like, the ones that I see – Like, if you would have said this in the thing and Brooklyn could have defended himself, that's something that's up for debate. Stupid, why we have a questionable call round one. But it's okay. I was
3: ready for the jab, and he didn't yeah. throw it, bro. I was ready for that jab. That was the let's, only jab I was ready for.
1: Let's move on to round yeah. Brooklyn you have a 1-0 lead. You get to it's the best of 5. So first one to God win. damn, we got 5 rounds. Well, it's the first one to win 3. So if you win Oh, like,
3: I was sweating just now. I might say, "Charles, you need to yeah, pop some some something."
1: The first one, the first got one a to first long night. <laughs> first one to win 3. So, all right, the way this goes is we spin the wheel. Whatever the wheel lands on, you will have a color. In that color, you pick a number 1 through like 5. And, right. and in that number, we'll give you your question. So, Brooklyn, do you want to go first or second because you were on one round one?
3: I'll go first. Shit, I'm going to pop me a jigger or something.
1: God okay, dang. So we got Brooklyn, five let me spin this wheel. <laughs> <laughs> I got to get a sound effect like. <laughs> All right. Brooklyn's category is in sports. So, Brooklyn, you are in sports, you get to choose between numbers one and five. Brooklyn, pick a number between one and five.
3: Uh, let's go with five. five.
1: One, two, five. One, three, four, five. Alright, Brooklyn, your first movie is this. Pick, pitch a biopic of a sports figure who has retired and cast the actor portraying him. This is the question for this round. Alright, so y'all have, y'all have y'all's question. Brooklyn, pick the question. It is pitch a biopic of a sports figure who has retired and cast the actor portraying them. Schubert, how much time? Tell the people what the rules of round two are.
0: So in round two, it goes a little bit faster so we can try and get through the rounds quicker so Brooklyn and Charles can get to bed. We got a minute and a half. So Brooklyn, you'll have a minute and a half to do your first and then Charles will have a minute and a half. And then in the next round, it'll be 30 seconds.
1: All righty. All righty. So, Brooklyn, uh, because you got to pick the question going first, we're going to let Charles have the option of whether he wants to go first or second. Charles, do you want to go first or second in this round? Second. Second. All right. I will. I will repeat the question again for you guys real quick just before we get started. Pitch a biopic of a sports figure who has retired and cast the actor, playing him. Schubert, get one minute and 30 seconds on the clock in three, two, one. Brooklyn, get going, brother.
3: Uh, Because, you know, he just retired. I mean, not just retired, but of course, Kobe Bryant. Why would else would I go in any direction? Uh, Michael B. Jordan's casting him because he's the hottest black actor right now. Um, And I just feel like uh, there's a lot of shit about, you know, Kobe that just motivates this generation and, like, his his hard work and his effort. And I really think that that would... um, sell out just because Michael B. Jordan is Michael B. Jordan. And bitches going to go see it, too, just because it's Michael B. Jordan. Not because they're basketball fans, but it's just a win-win for Hollywood. The directive wouldn't even matter, honestly. And I think that would be great. I got nothing else, baby. All
1: right. that's All right. He, he, he chose to elect to end his minute 30. I don't know if that was a wise choice, Schubert. We will find out when Charles begins his pitch. All right. Charles, Schubert, get a minute 30 on the clock. Charles, your question is, pitch a biopic of a sports figure and cast who has retired and cast the actor portraying him. Your minute and 30 begins right now. Shoot, start the clock.
2: Well, a quarterback of great controversy that is very popular and will one day be in the Hall of Fame. In fact, I think he already is. Brett Favre retired not too long ago. And what was around Brett Favre's retirement? Will he come back? Is he retired? Do you remember whenever they had ESPN outside of his gates (laughs) And he would drive up and they would interview him at his truck. Well, guess who's playing Brett Favre? Clint Eastwood, a guy that plays that secluded character better than anyone. I want to know what happened to Brett Favre. Did he actually send that dick pic to that Jets cheerleader or did it not happen? Can he still throw a football or can he not? Was he throwing to those high schoolers or was he doing something behind those trees at his place in Mississippi? Things we'll never know, but this movie will tell us.
3: Is that it? You
1: done? Yo, Alright, yeah, I guess I guess Yo, All oh, right, be trying one. to All interview right. far. Be. be. Oh, Alright, wait, y'all, y'all chill out Y'all chill out, chill out, chill out. Schubert, real quick I want to say this to both of them, and you can say anything if you want Charles, I love the angle You went with that, that leads my Question to Brooklyn, will your movie touch on Kobe's rage Hell yeah, Charles, you're right right no, not no, gonna don't say that Don't answer that right now <laughs> Will you touch on That, and will you touch on Kobe's problems In his past, I need to know that Because how deep is this movie going I like how Charles is getting deep, I need to know that in Charles with your movie, are we getting de aging? Like how is Clint? E- like Clint Eastwood's an old man. Like explain some of the technologies with that. That's what I need. But that's all I need from you, too, Schubert. Do you need anything?
0: Um, I want to know I, the same question for Charles that you asked him, and for Brooklyn, I want to know if there's going to be. You don't have to cast the a- actor, but who in his life is going to play a big role? And that you would expect a big actor would play?
1: Ooh, that's a good one. You left it open to interpretation because there's multiple people I could think of. I'm li- I'm liking that. We got to get better with this deliberation because we don't want to give them too many hints. But I, when Charles said that at the end, I had to give, them, give Brooklyn at least a little bit of hint because I need some of those things answered. Make, sure <clears> make sure you hit them in your rebuttals. No, Charles, I'm taking that in consideration. You got plus points for, for you starting off your pitch that way. Trust me, I'm taking this all in consideration. But make sure you do your rebuttals All right, Schubert, get thirty seconds
0: on the clock, Mister Brooklyn. Before before I put it, I also have kind of the same question for Charles as well.
1: Mm. Repeat the question for him.
0: Um, Repeat the question. Yeah, the question is, who do you think? You don't have to cast the actor, but what major players in his life do you think would be in would be played by major actors?
1: Ooh, okay, that's a good question. Who do you think in Brett Favre's will be a major character in this movie that you think could be played by major actors. There's multiple people I could think of, multiple ways you can go. Good question, Schubert. Brooklyn, your 30 seconds begin in three, two, one. Let's get it cracking, brother. Major roles in his life gotta be Phil Jackson. You gotta have his dad.
3: You gotta have Shaq. You got to have Ron Artest. You have to be able to... We got to touch on, obviously, the Phil Jackson and, you know, the Shaq thing falling out. You got to talk about him, his allegation with the rape because he almost had a huge fall from grace because it wasn't the Shaq thing that put him in the bad spotlight. It was the rape. So you got to be able to touch on all those things. And obviously, we know that Michael B. Jordan is um, a, an actor that can stretch his thing and show you all facets of his life and show you the facets of the passion that goes into that kind of stuff.
1: Ooh, no rebuttal to Charles, but I'm glad he answered Schubert's question. All right, Charles, 30 seconds on the clock, my brother. Oh, yeah, in three, two, one. Schubert, start the timer.
2: Start up with Schubert. Uh, his father is going to be very important. We all know what happened when his father died. That Monday night football game was amazing. He'll be flashing back. His father will be played by Donald Sutherland. I think that guy is perfect. For his father, but you think about this movie that it's actually what people want to know. No one knows what happened, you know, with his decision. We all want to know why he came back and why he retired. He kept coming back and forth, but he never got that ring like he wanted at the end.
1: All right. all right,
0: times up.
2: Times up. Oh man, y'all be quiet, y'all don't say a word.
1: <laughs> Schubert, let me be honest, man. Charles's pitch has me feeling. Rejuvenated. while we play this game? That was a good fucking pitch. Like, I just got to start off in a plot. Like, not that Brooklyn's pitch wasn't back, because Brooklyn played to our cards with Michael B. Jordan. But I feel like people who listen to this podcast would think we lean to that movie because of the sports we like and because of the actor he chose. But the way Charles sold that pitch to me, I really want to see that Brett Favre movie.
0: Yeah, I feel like there's more that I could pick at with Brooklyn's. Not in it. Not not saying that negatively. Just like. But with it being so recent and a lot of those people still being around, like, it just, I feel like it's always harder to make a biopic that way. And I mean, it's the same case as Brett Favre, but he's a little bit more out of out of touch, I would out say, out of, not- of public eye. Exactly. I mean, he's not so much a big public figure. And a lot of the people that Charles wants to have be a focal point in this movie aren't necessarily like, you know, Donald Drivers and, you know, big.
1: Yeah. In the coach, Mike Holmes. Yeah. No, no, no. I feel you. I feel you, man. Schubert. Uh, I'll go first with this one. I'm picking Charles in this one, man. Like Brooklyn's pitch. I agree with you. It had. Are we focusing on Kobe Shack? I know he. I know I asked for the rape, and he 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 acknowledged on that. But I have to give Charles plus points because in the initial pitch, that was my things leaning towards, and I have to give a little bit of extra because I had to give Brooklyn that hint. If he would have solidified a little bit more in his direction, I know we only have short time. I would have liked that more. Also, he, him saying anyone could direct it, I don't know if that's the case. Charles left that alone, which I like. If you don't, if you don't know who you want to direct it, don't mention it, but don't say anyone could, could direct it because I can give like 15 people who could not direct that Kobe Bryant movie and it would be garbage lifetime. But I'm going with Charles with this pick. Schubert, who do you got?
0: Yeah, I'm going to go with Charles as well. I just think that, you know, when I, when I think about this pitch, I always think it's all about the scandal. And if you could, if you could just tell the real nitty gritty story, and I mean, that's not necessarily that Charles is all about—scandal—but it really tells like more behind the person than the sport. Yeah, you know?
1: yeah, it's not necessarily about the—it's about what's happening in his life with the Jets, like all that stuff, the the texts, all all that the 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 the, the,
0: the ESPN the, outside.
1: Gates. Yeah, like all that stuff. So that's why Charles has to get this point. But that you guys both did good pitches. This is turning out to be a very good pitching match. Glad that this is the second pitching match. The score is one to one. Charles, you get to go because you won that round. I will start to spin the wheel. <laughs> all right, Charles, your category has landed on film. Charles, give me a number, one through five, that you would like. Three. Three. One, two, three. All right. Rocco's Modern Life and Invader Zim are two classic Nick shows getting a reboot on Netflix. What past cartoon series should be brought back by a streaming service? Can be Hulu, Netflix, Disney+, whichever streaming service you want. But give me a past cartoon that should be brought back to get a reboot. Not necessarily. You can keep the same same plot story, but just, or you can change it up. Introduce everything. You can give a origin, or you can start it from where it start where it ended, like Rocco's Modern Life did, and Invader Zim. Or you could give it a whole new like flair. Whatever you choose, like Powerpuff Girls, had it got a reboot. Just wanted to clarify on the question. So, Girls. that's your question. You have Rocco's Modern Life and Invader Zim are two classic Nick shows getting a reboot on Netflix. What past cartoon should be brought back by a streaming service? Can be Hulu, Netflix, Disney Plus, etc. So, Charles, since um, you
2: um, I, just a quick question clarification. So, this is like to a streaming service. If it's being brought back as a movie, can I still go with it? Yeah. Ooh,
1: sure. yeah. Okay. Super says, yeah, I'm down with it. Rock it, rock it out. those Modern
2: Life came back as a,
0: a movie.
1: All right, Charles, being that you won the round, you also get to choose because it wouldn't be fair if you just won the round and get to pick the question. No, you won the round. Do you want to go first or second?
2: I'm going to go second. Uh, going to go second. I, I, this, this is actually a question I got to judge, so I want to see where Brooklyn goes with this one.
1: Oh, wait, you got to – wait, did, this, was on, this was in round one? I thought you – we did this one in game one? Doesn't matter. No, no. If we did this in game one, then I'm gonna take this one out. We're taking this out. i I. I thought this was taken out. My mom, especially mistake, since he said it. Yeah, out loud. Yeah, right? Yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah. Once he said it out
3: loud, that was it. It was dead. I was like, wait. I, he kind of no, fucked Tra- up when Tra- he said Tra- it Tra- out I re- loud. That I was.
1: respect. I respect your honesty. I appreciate that. One fucking cow. A fucking boy scout. Three. All right. So this is your new question in the realm of film. Pitch a biopic of a celebrity that is currently living who has never been a professional athlete. So, a biopic that is not... All the that's biopics
0: today. Yeah, I know. Right? This is the,
1: this the, is the biopic episode. Pitch a biopic of a celebrity <laughs> that's current living who has not been a professional athlete. Charles, I'm going to ask you again, now that we have a new question. Do you want to go first or second?
2: I uh, definitely want to go second. Can I get a little <laughs> bit more
0: clarification on, on what y'all are looking for in this? Retweet. It's, kid- it's pretty much... Another uh, fucking biopic. A bio, it's just pretty much a biopic of someone that you think is interesting that is a celebrity, you know. But, but why, why the athlete? Why the because athlete? We, because, we've because, non-athletes, non-athletes, because we've already done because, one. Because you've yeah, already okay. done athletes. Right.
1: Exactly. And this is a film question. This is about so just pitch a, a biopic about a celebrity that's just not an athlete. You can choose any other realm of profession. I'll even say you can go as far as to folklore if you want to do something like a Billy the Kid. Like if you want to go in history, that's up to you because that's a historical celebrity. But that's just that's I don't know if your brain thinks that way. I just want to show share all points of this while we're tuning out this game show. So uh, Charles wants to go second. Brooklyn. Schubert, we're going to put 1 minute and 30 seconds on the clock. Brooklyn, your time begins in three, let Let's get it cracking, brother.
3: Yeah, I don't even know where the fuck I'm supposed to go with this. You feel me? Because I feel like I don't, need, I don't really fucking know what we got going on in these streets. So I guess... um I have no idea, y'all. I got nothing, bro. I'm Uh, like, bio. I'm biopic the fuck out, man. Look, this is me waving a white flag, brother. I got nothing. Oh,
0: Charles, if you I hope
3: Charles got some time to think of something. Shit.
0: Look, if Charles... You still got some time, Brooklyn, if you want to throw something out.
1: You still got time before we make a decision. I
3: I
0: ain't got nothing. I really ain't got nothing. You could throw out an idea and then think about it for the rebuttal.
1: Yeah, just throw out something. Give me any celebrity, someone who any has any actor, issues, someone who has problems. You can choose Morgan anybody. Freeman.
3: Where the fuck is his childhood at?
1: <laughs> How right. we met
3: somebody at fifty and we don't know nothing about the motherfucker who, who was before he was fifty. How you just meet somebody as a grown ass man in his middle age and we don't know nothing about his childhood except for that one picture that's on Facebook and Twitter.
0: Ooh, all right, all right. All is right. that his time?
1: Is that his time?
0: Yeah, he says fifteen seconds. Fuck, Ooh. take it. All right,
1: well, this, this is the problems. <laughs> this is, look, this is the challenge of the game when the bright lights are on. I, I look, in those situations, if Charles was able to get a pitch off, let me just say, if Brooklyn could not get in a pitch out, if Charles would have gotten uh, at least a resemblance of a pitch that is respectable, he would have won that round automatically. But because, like Schubert, <laughs> as like Schubert said, Brooklyn got something out, he still loses points for... That, if Charles, if Brooklyn can pull himself together, he can still potentially win this round. Charles, your minute in 30 seconds begin in 3, 2, 1. Let's get it.
2: Well, Sean Combs was born November 4th, 1969 oh, in New York. My fucking and God. I want to know about his life. I want to know what happened. How did he get to stardom? Because everyone wants to know, why is he called Puff Daddy? Tell him. Take me back to that. And bring me through his life. All right, And then I want to know about making the band. I want to know what happened to Day 26. I want to know all the MTV stuff. Where's Sean Combs these days? I mean, Diddy has gone from being the top of the music world, the top of the clothing, the top of cologne world, to invisible. He's disappeared. What happened to Diddy? Because he's just gone away. It's like, did he die? And we just didn't know about it. But not only that, I want to know how Puffy died as well. He's had so many names. Take me through those name changes. I think that's that can turn into a good movie because everyone wants to know what happened to the Puff Daddy. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> that's what we
3: listen, listen, I want to respectfully decline both y'all rebuttals because I'm not <laughs> using them. You know where I'm
1: going with this, bro. Don't
3: even waste your time. Tell him what Roberto y'all <laughs> need from him. But don't give me none because I
1: don't need it. All right. Word. He's, he's declining his rebuttal. Charles, look, from, for you, I need, um, I guess, if you could come up with someone who could play P. Diddy, that would be dope. Uh, I also would like, like Schubert's last question, who plays a role? Who else gets a big role in this movie? Like you said, we're going through the date twenty-six stuff. Do we touch Biggie? Do we t- like what? What stuff do we touch? And yeah, that, that that's where we're going for the rebuttals with from you. That's all I got, Schubert. You got anything?
0: Yeah, all I want to know is how prominent of, of how prominent of, of the Biggie scenarios featured into that. Yeah.
1: All right, word word. All right, so in Brooklyn, Schubert put thirty seconds on Let's the clock. Brooklyn, your rebuttal begins in three, two, one. Bro, come on! First of all, we all know why he fell off because the the, the puff, the biggie sales fell off.
3: He's not getting no more money from that. The man is dead. He expunged it all. He's gone. When do you mean he left the spotlight? He never, he never left the spotlight. And it's just like Jay-Z. He dropped the fucking hyphen. Big fucking whoop. He's the same cornball who murdered Biggie in the 90s that's doing shit now. Oh Nobody gives a fuck about Diddy, bro. Nobody cares. He never left the spotlight. He's dating Steve Harvey's fucking 20-year-old girl. What are you talking about? He left the spotlight.
0: Time,
1: Come on, bro. Oh, man. Let me Y'all just say this. Oh, <laughs> That was a great rebuttal, but Brooklyn didn't tell a shit about his movie. Bro, because I lost. It doesn't matter about that. This is about the personality now.
3: Come on. What's wrong with y'all? Anybody bring up Diddy, I got to bash Diddy. Y'all know that. Come on.
1: Charles, you have 30 <laughs> seconds, but like, this, this round's pretty much over. So. Yeah, this is over, bro. I just want, that's why I told y'all to
3: not even give me a rebuttal. Y'all crazy.
1: So that, that, Charles, we're going to just give you that round. You pretty much won that one.
2: Yeah. You pretty much he, won that one, but nobody I wants to
1: see a Diddy movie, though. We just I, want
3: to clarify that.
2: I, 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 really I actually I, think people would love to see a Diddy movie. I don't if
3: he's not admitting TV. that he murdered Biggie, I don't want to see
2: it. <laughs> I don't want to see it. No.
3: And I speak for all of New York City. We do not want to see that shit if he's not admitting that he murdered <laughs>
2: Biggie. Hey, if it, you'll go and see it just to see if he actually admits to it or not. He's, he's
3: not to go. I would he's not to go. If his name, if he's an executive director on the movie, which he will be. Because you don't have almost a billion dollars to your name and not be an executive director. It's a movie you about your life.
1: You mean, a billion about dollars. Diddy.
3: It'd be great, bro. It'd be great. Brooklyn says <laughs> every week we got a song. Yeah, and it's crazy, it. too. It. How? How? I don't think Charles knows my deep hatred for Diddy. Like I, I think that was just
0: random. That his. was. That really he didn't know. That, that really was. He had like, no that idea. Was <laughs> that
3: was to me. Like, <laughs> like he said, Sean Combs, and I lit up in here, boy. I'm like, this man <laughs> is nuts.
1: Charles is now winning t- two to one. Brooklyn has to win this round to stay in the battle. All right, Charles, because you won the round, you get to spin the wheel, and I and you get to pick the number. That's the best part of the game.
2: Ooh,
1: we got our special. Opponent's choice. Ooh. ooh, ooh. So, Charles, because you landed on opponent's choice, this pitch goes to Brooklyn. Brooklyn, so you get to pick between choice A or choice B. Which one do you want? Uh, Choice B. Choice B. So, choice B is such. Which of these TV shows from the 90s and 2000s should be remade for today's teens? Number one, Fresh Prince. Number two, Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Number three, are you afraid of the dark? Number four, fill of the Future. Number five, Rocket Power. Number six, figure it out. Explain why you think whichever choice you describe should be back. And if you pick one like Fresh Prince or, or Buffy, you have to explain, is it a reboot? Is it like, how are we getting in this world? Because Will is now older. But just explain how it's coming back into existence. Again, which of these TV shows from the 90s and 2000s should be remade for today's teens? Remade. Fresh Prince, number one. Buffy the Vampire Slayer, number two. Are You Afraid of the Dark, number three. Phil of the Future, number four. Rocket Power, number five. Number six. Figure it out. Brooklyn, do you want to go first or second?
3: Yeah, I'll go first. All right. Schubert. There were six choices, right? So I don't say the wrong number There's choice. Six, yeah. yeah. Six, okay, yeah. i I'll, I'll,
1: I'll say go. them one more time. Fresh Prince, number one. Number two, Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Number three, Are You Afraid of the Dark? Number four, Phil of the Future. Number five, Rocket Power. Number six, Figure It Out. All yeah. right, Hubert, get one minute and 30 seconds on the clock. Brooklyn, starting in three, two, one, begin your pitch. Um, I'm going with five, Rocket Power, because I feel like the, the Will Smith thing is
3: you know, it's, it's enticing or whatever. But like you said, it's always weird to make those, what made something stick in the 90s stick now. And cartoons don't die. Just like The Simpsons and Family Guys, they don't age, you know what I'm saying? And if you bring Rocket Power, shit, you don't even gotta change them, they don't gotta be older. You can bring it back just right now because kids having fun doing shit, doing crazy shit is always gonna be enticing to no matter what age group it is versus something like, uh, when like you know a, a sitcom or something like that. It's always harder because the times have changed. But for me, I feel like Rocket Power would really do well in this generation because these kids are dumb as shit anyways. They're eating Tide Pods and they, they need something to keep their ass inside the house and not do dumb shit. And I think Rocket Power because I know for me, it was a great show growing up. And I feel like this shit, it would come back, you can make video games out of it and all that, bro. And it would just, it would hit the same way it hit back in the day when we was watching as kids.
1: That's it? Alright. All right. Yeah. Word, word, word. Charles, your minute and 30 seconds is on the clock. I'll tell you, your choices are now Fresh Prince, Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Are you afraid of the dark, fill of the future, or figure it out? Your time begins in three, two, one. Let's hear your pitch.
2: I think it's pretty obvious which of these, if you put on TV today without doing anything to it, would have the most success. That's Fresh Prince, and, and by far. I mean, people are so in love with Will Smith in terms of who he is as a person, but his comedy as well. And I think you can take a sitcom and you can develop it into what fits today's culture. I, I mean, just think about it. If this show was on TV again, you'd have people in love with Will Smith even more than they are now. Like, Will Smith creates more music. And not only that, get his kids involved. You know, maybe you can have Will Morris, that adult in this show and you can have his kids portraying his kids. I think that's what you can use in the situation. Not only that, you think about what the whole movie or the whole show is about, talking about a family moving into a wealthy neighborhood where they're just not comfortable in that situation. I I think that plays to a lot of demographics in this country that, you know, you can take a demographic that feels uncomfortable in a situation, but comedy in, in a good sitcom can make them feel better about a, a you know a situation that's unfortunate.
1: All right, that's your All time. Right. This is it. All right, Schubert, give me uh give them, I guess not me, give them <laughs> the things you want them to explain or express more in their rebuttal.
0: Um with Charles, I want to kind of uh can I get kind of more of a, an idea of where we might see it, is it going to be something with, you know, if we're, is it going to be something that's more nostalgic for people our age or is it going to be more oriented for a younger audience? And uh, with Brooklyn, I want to know how rocket power can be, how rocket power in today, really made to be for today would be different than the rocket power that we had before. Also,
1: awesome. with me to expound on what Schubert said for you, Charles, yeah, kind of explain like where it takes place. Give me like, I don't want to say it because I don't want to give it to you, but like give me, I guess, the, the, I don't want to say premise, but give me like the skeleton structure of your show. I guess that's the best way, but that's the best hint I'll give you. Like exp- just expound a little more on your show. Like, how he has his kids, like what, what, like what are you, what are you getting at? Like, is it, is it Will Smith in real life, or is it like him from the first? Like, just get it, just get in a little bit of who the character you're following is. Like, Schubert said, is it more for today, or is it for the viewers who watch back then? Brooklyn, for you, I want to know like if you're retooling. Like, are we keeping the same animation? Are we getting new animation? Give me, like, how are we retooling it? Are we doing different board? Are we doing different skate thing? Are we adding a new kid to the group? Give me a little bit of how you're retooling it a little bit. And that's kind of what I want. Uh, Brooklyn, you can begin your rebuttal in... Schubert, get 30 seconds on the clock. You can begin your rebuttal in 3, 2, 1. Well, yeah, of course we're going to revamp it. Because, like, just like with
3: every cartoon that's been going on for a while, if you're not updating the graphics to make it look better, then obviously you're going to lose contrast just because of the eyes and i really think that his shit would work but like come on the hottest sitcom right now was like brooklyn 99 nobody give a fuck about good shit like that they want to watch dumb shit on tv sitcoms are dead bro
1: that, that's all you got that's all you that's all yeah you, that's you, it i ain't got, got this, bro that's all, it. Right. all right all right charles your 30 seconds are on the clock beginning three two one let's hear your pitch
2: Let's flip it. Let's go from Fresh Prince of Bel-Air to the Fresh Prince of the Hamptons. Let's take that cultural switch that we know, you know, Will Smith and his kids grew up in L.A. Let's bring him to the Hamptons to experience something new. And, you know, the number one sitcom is Modern Family. So let's have something in today's world that we all want to watch. Hilarious comedy that's a sitcom with an actor that we already like. And I want to see all three of his kids play. Will Smith's the father. He has to move in over to the Hamptons because he lost his job over in California, and he's going to be working as a yard guy. So I think that working class comes into play again. Ooh,
1: man, those rebuttals. Use your time wisely, boys. People listening to this show, I'm telling all future combatants, use your time wisely because, man, Schubert, you're going to have to tell me how you feel because I'm torn on this one because at first, when Brooklyn chose Rocket Power, I really liked how he started it. I thought Brooklyn won round one. But I thought Charles won round two because he really answered our questions. Yes, Brooklyn answered my question, but he didn't use all of his time. Charles really fleshed his out. But Brooklyn did send a shot at Charles. Charles didn't send any shots, but I don't think Charles needed to send any shots. I'm torn on this because I feel Brooklyn won round one, but Charles won round two. Where are you at on this?
0: I kind of feel the same way. I feel like at the beginning I was really leaning Brooklyn because I thought that Rocket Power was kind of the 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 right choice, more glamorous choice. Yeah, but I think what I was missing is, you know, the aspects of what would make it today's rocket power. Like, let's say that they are pretty much like cloud chasers, and like that's pretty much like their deal. Is yeah, like they're almost yo. like YouTubers.
1: That's a good pitch, fam. <laughs>
0: and so, and so that was like what I was kind of thinking about for. with that. Or something and, like that. Uh, I feel
1: you. I feel you.
0: And then when Charles, I think Charles took what we were asking him and really kind of expanded on that. And yeah. I think he used he used the right uh comparisons to really yeah, like, kind like of Charles put really it dug together. into
1: like that was really on the spot and that's like that's like we're gonna give out mid season awards. Like that's a that's an award I was thinking of like the Fast Thinker Award, Because like, that was a good speed round. To have like just for future combatants and people listening, that was a really good speed round to come up with that on the fly after we asked him to say Will lost his job and now he's gardening in the Hamptons and he just lives there because he's working for this family. That's hella interesting. Who's he gonna be living with? A white family, a Latino family? Like I, I want to know more. I kind of want to see that show.
0: Yeah, and then like thinking about it in, as a modern family kind of sitcom is uh, instead of the. You know, Classic. Laugh Track sitcom or even like the Brooklyn defended, Nine-Nine kind of
1: sitcom. He defended the uh the jab. I will say he didn't send any jabs. But in this one, where in the first round, he didn't defend the jab. This one, he defended very well. See, with me, man, if you defend something, like I like attacks. But if you can defend it, that's just as strong. Schubert, I'll start this off. I'm kind of, as much as I would love to see this get to a last round, I'm kind of leaning with Charles on this one.
0: Yeah, I was thinking the same thing. I was really kind of uh, hoping we could get to a last round, but I, I think that I should, that Charles won that with the second pitch.
1: Yeah, I think round Brooklyn had a great strong opener, but it's about how you finish, and Charles really closed that one out. Wow, Charles takes the lead 3-1. The game is over. Great match, you guys. Thank you guys for participating. The standings now, Charles and me, 1-0. and Brooklyn and Schubert, and one We will see Brooklyn playing Schubert later on to figure out who is... Oh, the- that's not fair. No, we go, we go, we go. <laughs> Just give me my L. Just give me my L. I'm we're gonna see a match like we're gonna look at all the combatants because all the combatants who haven't played yet have to play but Buckshot, as, of right, shot, now, as right. of right now <laughs> y'all will be f- f- playing sooner than later so but the next match I-, I can now announce it oh well no i'm gonna announce it later on in the month and then we'll do it on bros binge but the next match i can tell you one of the combatants right now is none other than nola Pell's reddit yes Nola Lapel's Reddit, the guy who runs the Nola Pelicans Reddit account will be playing pitch it. That's that's fucking awesome, bro. Like that is fucking awesome. He is the next fucking competitor and he is excited. He's ready to come to pitch it and, and take over the league. But look, I think one of the champions come from us four. I'm just gonna be honest. Like I, I,
3: think... I wanna say one of y'all three because I'm not quick with things like that, as y'all I don't... can tell. I, I don't
1: think I don't <laughs> think I don't think anybody's gonna come in this league and take the belt from us year one. At least I think, at,
3: least I think I between think so. I think I think between the y'all three, I don't think anybody's gonna be able to think you like that. Me, I
1: can't think I can't think fast. I drink bring too much. that comedy, bro. My Can brain I, cells do not function that fast, bro. Let me tell you something that I think you could you could do from. You're funny. Bring more funniness into it. You don't have to be serious every time. You can get a weird pitch, like if you did like for example, with pitch one with Charles, I thought he was gonna bring it to like a weed smoking like Donald I Trump. I thought he was too and, wrong, like, yeah, like, yo, the first thing I thought about was shrooms. He was like, talking, and all I could think about was shrooms, bro. Say, like that's what I'm saying. Like you, <laughs> you can bring a comedic aspect to it, and if you Brooklyn, because you're funny, I think you I could didn't bring, think about more, that. Wow. bring more, bring more, co- yeah, like.
2: That, I, I my my first my first idea didn't get to go where I wanted it to go because it was it was on the fly to a degree because I was trying to think over this question for two days when that y'all said president I just went
1: so that first question was so it.
0: difficult it know? was That's it of, was
1: like, the round one yeah. the round one yeah. got oh. to be difficult because like y'all get time for it like right uh, I figured that yeah
0: I so, I would have done exactly what Brooklyn did that was like. But not a, not a George Washington. I just would have like all I would have done was looked up what the all the presidents like who did cool shit, and then been yeah. like, okay, this one did some cool shit, and I'm gonna argue yeah, they, why. they did that have guys like a lot cool more like did. That's they did not
3: a my, like, cool shit too. I didn't yeah, think about like the comedy thing though. Like.
1: My creativity would not have come for that one. Like round one, I would not have been creative. I'd have did exactly what Brooklyn did. But I, like like Charles's idea makes me rethink round one questions because damn, that could have like that would have won me if all he would have said was it's induced by drugs and it's a comp, like, even with Nick Cage, like, Nick Cage, I know is Yeah, same. no, he I can definitely he can do, do that, that, though, but he can do, do, do it. due to
2: me, He can drug, do the drugs, but he can do serious. Yeah. I was just thinking National what, Treasure. I was you know what I thought about? I, mean, I, I was thinking know. about
3: when uh Heldon Kumar, when they was smoking the weed
2: with, with, with yeah. Bush. Yeah. That's what
3: I was thinking, bro. The whole time you was thinking, I was picturing him getting dumb high and just floating away and just seeing... My dumb ass, you didn't use it, but my dumb ass said... The ghost of president's past while they was doing your rebuttal thing. And I was like, Oh, I hope you don't just take that because my dumb man said it out loud. I, it was in I, my head. And I said it out loud. And I was like, oh, my God.
2: I actually <laughs> was going to go that route. And then I kind of slipped up and completely forgot to go that route. And I went a different route. Bro, because that was shit so was dumb wavy, Cause, bro. Because <laughs> just think about it. Can you imagine if Trump got like, <laughs> I'm talking like extremely high, how hilarious his mannerisms would be? I mean, like, holy no, was- shit. Would can, of, it would a, be like a T. Rex. <laughs> you could a quiet movie about that. that would a hilarious. silent film of him making lip motion.
1: Like I, I thought of, like when he pitched that at first. I thought a mixture of Wolf of Wall Street, dark humor. Oh, Harold and Kumar, like Wolf of Wall Street for his seriousness, but still have that dark humor in there. Harold and Kumar, that George Washington scene, that I mean, George Bush scene, and like Schubert said, Bill and Ted. I thought all three of those movies, if he would have got a round one, would have been his. But this was a great match. I think some of Brooklyn's highlight pitches. Like the Malcolm, the, the Kobe pitch was, that was a good pitch.
0: That was a good bro, fast I, pitch. I,
1: that, that's when you noticed that my brain wasn't working. I
3: can't, bro, I cannot think fast. I was like, I don't no, know.
0: No, the Kobe one was good, man.
3: You know what I was it thinking, was. though? I was thinking of T.O., but I couldn't think of an actor to play him, so I didn't say it. I wanted Yo, to say to so bad, bro, but I couldn't think of anybody, and I didn't want to say. Chat you could have said to. I was gonna say Chadwick Boseman play to, but Yo, I, I, just, I really couldn't it. think of nothing, bro. I or was John Boyega, but oh
1: yeah, but yeah, my thing is to, no. but I couldn't think of nobody, so I was like, I can't fuck, give anybody, I, suck. I can't give anybody <laughs> any more tips because they're competitors listening. I don't I'm know still lapels. gonna have a L, so if you are playing me, don't worry. <laughs> but yes, like I said, next month one of the competitors we're announcing it now. No lapels ready. Be on the lookout. He's next month's competitor. We will announce the next competitor later down the line. Oh, so his, the next
3: competitor is not one of us four. Okay. No, it's not. It's okay. not.
1: Yeah, No, no. It's someone Ooh. who has not played yet. All of us have played. We started off. I went to start the league off with the network, and then we're going to introduce the other combatants for the league. Once everybody gets a, a good record, we're going to have the playoffs, and then we're going to tur- have a tournament, baby, we're going to see who's the pitcher champion. If me and Schubert are not participating in the tournament, we will have other judges. Don't worry. We I don't doubt that. Part. We will make it partial. I'm dead. Y'all at. are going. Wait, wait, you said if y'all are in the tournament? No, if we aren't. Like, if we are participating in the tournament, we will have other judges. Oh, well, then count me in there.
3: Yeah, I'll be a judge. Yeah.
1: You'll be one. Like,
0: if. Yeah. Want, oh, yeah,
3: I'll be a judge. You know, I'm, I'm taking number but L's, baby. I'm about here I'm looking 40. like the 76s in <laughs> the
1: 2015, baby. All I do is take L's, baby. So sign me up. I'm judging. But thank you guys for your participation in this. Uh, we're going to start with Charles because he won. You're the winner of this. Plug away, my brother. Tell the people where they can find you. Plug first. I mean, like, you don't win anything until the end of the thing. But <laughs> I thought he was talking you. about his weed connection, man. I'm like, what the fuck we
2: talking about? <laughs> Plug your podcast. <laughs> you got coming out and just tell them where they can find you at all right well check out the primetime podcast primetime underscore pod on twitter we do a pre-game we do a post game of every single lsu game also we have guests uh we've got some special guests lined up It's guys like peter burns booger mcfarlane and ryan clark are on the desk uh, coming up Ooh, and not shit. only that saints coverage is coming as herbie top will be joining us after the rams game as he is leaving new orleans going back to kansas city to cover the chiefs uh where he is from but We've had Herbie here for a while. and This is the second stint. Herbie kind of took me in and gave me a lot of advice. So uh, Herbie's going to come on and talk Saints with us in terms of an outlook for the rest of the season as he'll be leaving after week two. And then we'll get into more Saints coverage as the season goes. But right now, really sticking with that LSU coverage, hitting it hard as uh, LSU's got a new offense, and, and they're looking like they're going to be uh, staring down another team in the SEC West pretty soon. <laughs>
1: All right. Well, yeah. No, primetime is liddy. That new episode that's that by the time you guys hear this, that episode will be out. Be sure to check that out. Look, it's look, LSU is looking good, and I'm excited for some of those guests. Charles dropped some names like he dropped some names on the floor. So you guys be ready for that. Brooklyn, you didn't win, but you can tell people where they can find you. Look, you can find my plug. His name's Smokey. He on
3: 31st <laughs> Memorial. He always got that laugh for you. You know what I'm saying? But you can find your boy on all social medias at We're Brooklyn at. That's Brooklyn with a Q, not a K, baby. That's for marketing purposes.
1: All righty. Well, Schubert, I'm going to toss it back to you to end this episode of Bros Who Binge.
0: All right. That was Pitch It and Lyndon. Man, that was, pretty, that was pretty fun between Charles and Brooklyn. Great match. Look,
1: it shows when the bright lights are on. You gotta compete. And Brooklyn sure. had a blunder. Like, but he did a good job nonetheless. And Charles gave some great pitches. Look, the season's gonna be interesting, man. No lapel's read it as our next combatant. Who will he be battling? You'll find out later in the month. But and I'm the excited. thing about
0: the thing about what did happen with Brooklyn though, and like, you know, so he spit out something at the end. He he could have still won that. There was Should definitely have, yeah. like what you what you can do in that thirty second rebuttal. Whether I think he because he was so upset that it was Sean Combs, which was hilarious, uh, is that he focused too much on you know hammering Charles's thing and didn't give us just a little yeah. bit more of yeah, what he, he didn't give us could anything. have done. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but I think that was more because he got thrown off because Charles, unbeknownst to him, chose the person that would trigger Brooklyn the most.
1: <laughs> yeah, and Charles chose chose a thing to, to kind of please to plead to the judges, which was a good which was a good which which is a good strategy. It just so, so happens that it threw his his opponent for a curveball. So these answers are very interesting and may throw your opponents off. I'm I'm loving this game show, man. Charles's record one and my record one and Schubert's record oh and one, Brooklyn Owen and one. Who will be the next combatants? I can't wait to see Noel lapels ready play. But yeah, man, Schubert. That's all the time we have for today.
0: Yeah, that's all the time we have for today. Um, Lyndon, go ahead and tell them what's going on with the Bros Who Think Network.
1: Well, be sure to check out the latest episode of the Bros Who Think podcast. Very funny episode. One of our funniest to date also check out the latest episode of prime time they preview the LSU uh, uh, Georgia Southern or Georgia, uh, whoever they're playing the Northwestern the, North the LSU, state. yeah they, they preview the LSU Northwestern state game be sure to check that out and a new episode of anime Talk will be out on Tuesday but other than that thank you guys we're sorry that you had to wait for this epi- the uh, last episode on Monday and this episode's kind of in the normal time frame of where we like to drop so thank you guys for just sticking with our schedule. We really appreciate it, you guys, the fans, because you guys are coming out and listening, and we hope we can give good quality to you guys.
0: Yeah, thank you. Shout out to the fans. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at asia 14 Be sure, you know, be, feel free to reach out to us in any sort of way. We definitely want to know how you're feeling about things, um, what would be interesting to talk about, uh, maybe some shows that, that we should focus on, and, you know, just any sort of feedback that you'd want to give us. Um, But that's all that we have for the 55th episode of the Bros Who Binge podcast. Be sure to listen to everything going on with the Bros Who Thing Network and to tune in next Friday Friday slash Saturday whenever we drop it for the 56th episode of the Bros Who Binge. So for Lennon Burton, I'm Adam Schubert. Have a great weekend, and as always, keep binging.